0: So Elon Musk just put up a Twitter poll, reinstate former President Trump. Of course, I clicked yes. And right now there's over a half a million, 550,000 votes, about 63% say yes. That's cool. Elon Musk also reinstated the Babylon Bee, Jordan Peterson and Kathy Griffin. But he has outright refused to reinstate Alex Jones, even going so far as to respond to Viva Fry saying, too bad. And that's actually fairly brutal because I can understand, you know, Al- Alex Jones has issued a response already saying, don't blame Elon. You know, he's the most controversial guy in the world. No, no, no. I-, I get that. And I would agree. But I don't understand why Elon is taking it upon himself to kind of rub in that he doesn't actually believe in free speech. And he's kind of just, you know, spitting on us in that regard. But look, I'll take a win. I'll take a win, right? Unbanning these people, if he brings back Trump, these are all really, really good things. But uh, Let's not pretend like the guy actually cares about free speech. Now, to be fair, I get it. He probably can't reinstate Alex Jones without, it's like, it would be like dropping a bomb on the platform. But again, I'll stress it. He could have just ignored the question or he could have said something like, we have to have a review process. He could have been honest and said something like, you know, Alex Jones is very controversial, controversial. So we're going to have to have a deep look at that and it's, it, it may not be possible or something like that. But instead, it's just too bad. Okay, well then, too bad. Why should I advocate for anyone spending money on Twitter if we are not going to actually have free speech? Viva Fry actually pointed out, if Elon does not reinstate him, then do not expect anything different than what we saw with Vijayagadeh and Prague Agrawal. And he says, too bad. All right, let's talk about it. Now the Democrats want an FTC investigation, so the whole thing is just, it's insane. I gotta, I gotta say, I don't understand why Twitter has garnered this much attention except for the fact that it's probably used by intelligence agencies to manipulate the American public. Head over to TimCast.com, become a member to help support our work directly. We're working on a bunch of cultural endeavors. We may be... Um Working on a movie. It seems like we will be working on a movie production, and uh, we don't have everything. To, we don't want everything to be overtly political, but we are growing as fast as we can. I know uh, I've said before that's we want to we want to be similar to the Daily Wire in that regard. We want to produce cultural shows, music, and things like that. But we are a fraction of the size of the Daily Wire, so all we can do is just work slowly and make our way up. Before we get started, smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share this show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about this and, all, and so much more is Aiden Paladin.
2: Hey, great to be here. Uh, who are Sorry. you? Oh, uh, hi, I'm Aiden Paladin. Uh, I mostly discuss uh, social science and the intersection of social science and politics here on YouTube. I was yeah. a PhD student, uh, but I decided I liked doing this better. Yeah, it's Thanks fun. Thanks for eh? having me.
0: And, I, and uh, we saw, I, I, saw, I, I hit you up because you were posting about, I mean, this is going to sound tr- cliche and tribal, but... A series of studies showing that many on the left prefer uh, are, are driven by envy, hatred, violence, greed, etc.
2: Yeah, I was actually really shocked because you hear that kind of rhetoric all the time on the right and from the left towards the right that of oh, the other side of course you know dichotomistic uh, partisanship oh the other people they must just be evil, but what I found when I looked into the data was more or less that I, I, what is evil I guess you can be defined by whoever is defining evil. But the greed and the anger and the hatred, and, and more than anything, the envy. It's just, they're so consistently envious. Did even shock me, having yeah, done this Yeah, I kind of feel like I,
0: everybody listening is like, yep.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, well, so mo- pretty much all of social sciences, no duh. And it is all no duh, but you need to go find the data and actually yeah. be able
0: to illustrate well, it with science. We'll talk about it, especially as it pertains to censorship. We also have Hannah-Claire Brimelow.
3: Hi, I'm Hannah-Claire Brimelow. I'm a writer for TimCast.com. That's right. Yeah.
0: Well, all right. And Luke's here.
4: I want to thank everyone in the comment section for the Luquisha comments. They mean a lot to me. I appreciate them very much. And even though Elon Musk could censor your speech, he cannot censor shirts on thebestpoliticalshirts.com. That's why I created the website. Today, I'm wearing a shirt about the crazy immune system deniers out there who are very dangerous to your health. And if you want to warn everyone in the general public, you could get the shirt on, again, thebestpoliticalshirts.com or bidenfetterman.com, whichever one you choose.
0: And I'm Serge.com, as always, guys. All right, ladies and gentlemen, here's the, here's the big story. Elon Musk tweeted, Reinstate former President Trump. Yes. No. Well, as you can see, I voted yes, of course. And there's just about 800,000 votes in, uh, what are we looking at? Like 20 minutes? Just shy of 20 minutes? 62% say yes. 38% uh, th- uh, say no. And uh, I, fi- I find it kind of silly. Like, why is a former president... Whether he's allowed to speak in the public town square being brought up to just like a poll from the CEO is kind of a weird thing.
3: It seems very strange, especially given that this is supposed to be how Twitter operates going forward. Like, do we get to vote on everyone from now on? I would probably use Twitter if this was the democratic process.
2: Well, unfortunately, then you can have... Very likely to invoke mob rule kind of stuff, uh, mob rule consensus of people can then just get together. And it's just the way that anything works in terms of banning people from other sites. You get a group of people together, you incite them into saying, oh, we need a mass report, demand that Twitter remove this person or vice versa, demand that they reinstate somebody. So d- democratizing Twitter can be potentially harmful in its own way.
4: Yeah. Who the hell would have thought that the former president of the United States, who's running to be the next president of the United States, is, is, is having his future of his speech being determined by, by a frickin' Twitter poll? That absolutely mm-hmm. makes no sense at all. It's absolutely ridiculous. And it, it it really shows you how Elon Musk is really failing here. He, he's not doing a good job. He should make a strong decision. He should make a decision that is based on principles, not on mob rule. And that's essentially what he's depending on here, which is ridiculous.
3: I think Elon is this strange character because we, especially conservatives, want to rally around him. He says interesting things, things that we feel like are right. But also, he doesn't operate a hundred percent by conservative values, and he doesn't hide it, right? Like Tesla is the, o- from what I understand, the only car company that operates without a state-owned partner in China. Why is that? Why is he permitted that right? It's just one of these wait, things.
0: Wait, you, you, you mean like it, he, he operates in China and he's not being controlled by the state or? What do you, what do you yeah. Mean? So. It sounded like you're saying all car companies in the U.S. work with China.
3: So all car companies, if you want to manufacture in China, again, I'm not an expert, but this is what I've been reading about it. Um, They have a partner to help them with their distribution and manufacturing in China. Tesla is the only car company that operates without this kind of partnership. The car companies in China are owned by the Chinese government. Why is Tesla allowed to do this? I, I think Elon Musk is a really interesting character, but I am not surprised that... He's not always consistent, right? We like free speech, but also we have a poll for the president. Like, that seems
0: strange. Yeah, I think he saw that he could make money from this. I, th- I think that's really it. I think he likes the Babylon Bee. I think he saw an opportunity to make money because it seems clear when you're active on Twitter that the majority of people want jokes, want to have fun, but you can't. And what was happening is slowly over time, Twitter was being compressed into a really boring and awful space. And it was resulting in, I mean... Here's what I think. Elon's like, why are there so many competitors to Twitter emerging? Why is Twitter losing so many customers? And it's because they're censoring everybody. He probably thought, you know what, I'll buy it. Uncensor some of the people. And then, you know, we'll make we'll, we'll, we'll make it more valuable. And then we'll, we'll turn it public again. That's what he said he was going to do. So, of course, he's saying, should, he's doing a poll to reinstate Trump. Why? Because he wants to see what people on Twitter actually think. And, if, and it's kind of smart. We're up to 932,000 votes. 62% say yes. And that's probably where it's going to be. Because if he's like the overwhelming majority of people want him on the platform, then I'm going to service the customers.
4: Still weak absolutely weak i don't know what's going on with the audio is the audio okay or is it fine what's going on
1: i feel like it's fine i don't know if it's something it's exactly the same as was well when i started Perfect. so i don't know
4: yeah but okay but anyway it's still weak it's still extremely disappointing you you make a decision if you're going to be standing by free speech that means standing by that decision and nothing else I, 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 again i don't know Are, do we have the audio fixed Yeah, it's okay you can keep talking you I, i'm know. just i'm distracted with all of the <laughs> you want <laughs> is the craziness purple muted? over here uh yeah
1: that's all that's muted everything's fine yeah, I don't know. Okay, that's all I had to say. Anyway.
3: I just feel like Elon Musk knows that he's ultimately um, trading in public popularity, right? So it I don't actually know, and he could be a devout free speech purist. He loves it, but he recognizes that in modern application, it has to be limited in some capacity. I don't really know what his philosophy on this is. I just know that he's inconsistent in a lot of ways, and I as much as I want to admire the things that he's done that are good, I feel like we all have to take it with a grain of salt and remember that like, he is ultimately um, serving himself, as far as we know. Sure. And we don't know what the end of that is.
2: I think he's running it like a CEO, like he's run everything else. Mm-hmm. So ultimately, the way he's looking at Twitter is what's going to be most profitable if he ends up getting a huge mass of people who actually do leave Twitter and manage to force themselves away from it because Donald Trump is back on there sending out mean tweets. Or because Alex Jones is out there existing, then maybe that's why he's decided against that unilaterally. Well, because it's clearly about the money. Tweeted
0: now. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Can you hey, read? you wants uh, to read it. Hannah. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky
2: in line at the deli, I guess. Ah In my dentist's office.
3: I'm sorry, you don't even know my name? Luke, I've known you for so long,
4: come on. I said Hannah.
3: I think you have to read it, that's not my name. No, no,
4: yes it is. Sorry, you haven't addressed me correctly. I said Hannah, and then I was like, Claire.
0: (laughs) He said Vox Populi, Vox Dei. Ha 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 ha, Elon Musk have they figured out the bots
4: have they figured out the fake accounts on 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 this particular platform because again that that was a major topic of discussion with Elon Musk previously talking about how many people were gaming the system manipulating this 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 big tech social media platform to the point where of course a lot of this stuff was illegitimate so how how do we know that this this poll's actually going to be legitimate. How do we know that other systems, other people, other groups won't be gaming this poll for their own personal benefit, uh, which still hasn't been cleared up to how many accounts are real, how many accounts are fake? How is this platform being used for the sinister purposes of... A lot of powerful people. That's a question that I think a lot of people are still waiting to be answered. That might never be answered because we're still waiting to find out what what's going on here. And if, if Elon Musk is just taking this approach just to make money, it's not going to be incentivized for him to be honest with the people about how many people are fake on the platform.
2: No, nope. and I would say that's what is Twitter blue of doing nothing but, you know, putting certain people forward. It's just being a little bit more honest about it than Twitter has been in the past. That it's what you're going to see because you pay us for it. And there are people who are so addicted to Twitter that they will, I think, probably stay there and keep doing it, at least for the time being.
0: They, they, they created this, this rumor last night that Twitter was mm-hmm. going to shut down. And it's very clever organizing on the part of the left. Basically, the idea is make people fear they're going to lose their follower, their, their followerships or whatever. And then you'll get them to leave the platform. And so they do. They say, oh, no, 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 Twitter's going to shut down by tomorrow. Quick. And then everyone says, everyone, quick, follow me on Mastodon. And they're trying to create a, a, a surge, a tsunami, an inflection point where enough people jump ship that they'll actually start using the other platform.
2: I wouldn't suggest Mastodon for people on the left. It's totally, uh, you know, unfederated or defederated. So th- there is no moderating on Mastodon. People can use very naughty, nasty words that you certainly couldn't use on Twitter on Mastodon. You can't
0: You can't. You can't censor them or, or whatever? Uh, I'm sure there's I mean, some they, way to they, censor they, it. They ban anything that's illegal in Germany, apparently.
2: Uh, I know that when there was a big uh, Twitter surge or, you know, they were, all these hashtags moved and it like Twitter exodus a couple weeks ago and then immediately they moved to Macedon and couldn't believe all the racial slurs and <laughs> anti-Semitism and then they were like, oh no, my safe space. So, um, I, yep. I mean, it was Who really funny,
0: but that's about a. I mean, that's the reality of a decentralized network. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not going to have the resources of a major corporation. So this is what you get.
3: I don't know. I just don't trust Twitter. I never trusted it before. I don't trust it now that Elon's there. I know that it's sort of a, a, a personality thing. Some people live or die. But I really feel like in some ways, like I'm on it professionally to get news releases as they come out because so many people have converted it into this, you know, tool for the PR. Um, But I don't, I don't trust Elon Musk. Like, if this is how we decide who gets to be on Twitter, I don't want to be there anyways, right? If it's, like, if you have I'm more concerned
0: about double verification. Like, verifying anybody who pays money is the stupidest idea. Maybe he thought people wanted it so bad that he was going to make a ton of money right away from it. I feel like this whole rollout has been just really, really bad. Like Elon, you either go for it or you don't. There's no half measures. You think I'm gonna pay eight bucks. like I'm I'm inclined to actually cancel the so we, we signed up Timcast News for Twitter Blue for the verification for the most part. and because it's a new account and we wanted to have access to like filters or whatever. And also I want I want Twitter to succeed. I want I want it to work with what Elon is doing. I want to believe that when he, you know, when he reinstates some of these people, we saw last week, some people got reinstated. All right. all that's really good. And then he, and then he, and then he, he comes out and he's just like, I don't know with all this stuff, basically, I'm, I'm kind of just, okay. All right. Now I'm not entirely convinced we're going to see this, this, this platform get fixed. So here's, here's my mindset now. I'm not, I'm not rooting against Elon on this stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to some improvements, but uh, I'm going to lean back a little bit. You know, I was I was I was leaning back last week or two weeks ago. Then we heard last week that uh, he had reinstated some accounts, and I was like, okay, so it, it looks like he is going to start improving things. And uh, I said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll get Twitter Blue, but I'll get it only for Tim Casters. I'm not going to buy for my personal just yet. We'll see what happens. Now we have this, and I'm kind of like, eh.
3: do you think Elon could have done more with a uh, secondary platform? Like if he had taken over. Not truth necessarily, no, but like some other thing. Th-
0: this is the one thing that Ian is very, very wrong about all the time, freeing the code. Twitter, Twitter's code is garbage. It, it's nothing. Their algorithm, sure, I guess. I agree with Ian insofar as free the code so that we can know what the algorithm is doing to us because it's manipulating us. But Gab, Parler, Getter, Mines, the, the ability to input text and have a server output it to a person who decides to follow a number, like... Not hard to do. Yeah. So what Elon bought was you and me and Luke and Aiden and Serge. He bought all of you at home who use the platform. It's a community of people. Having control over that is useful. How do you, if you launch a new Twitter, how do you get people to use it? You can't because what makes Twitter valuable is that people are there. Mm -hmm. It is downtown. So you can buy a little store in the suburbs, I guess. Getting people to show up there is going to be a lot harder. So this is what Elon really wanted. I don't think it could have been better or worse. The problem is you can't have it both ways. Let me pull up this tweet here. Elon Musk tweeted, What should Twitter do next? Originally, good name, says, Bring back Alex Jones. Elon Musk says, no. The Hodge twins tweeted, Should Elon bring back Alex Jones? Of 140,000 votes, 57.7 say yes. 42.3 say no. And uh, then we have this tweet from Viva Fry, who makes the perfect point. Alex Jones is the litmus test, Elon Musk, not just on the issue of freedom of speech, but on the issue of not bending the knee to political and judicial intimidation. If this is a hard no, your Twitter will never be any more trustworthy than Parag or Jack's Twitter. And Elon responded, too bad. There you go.
4: What a prick. Seriously, if you're going to do something like this, violate free speech for an individual that is controversial while allowing other controversial voices to be on there. If you're if you're allowing Kathy Griffin to be on there, but not Alex Jones, at least explain yourself. At and least, what,
0: did, what did Alex Jones do? Well, he uh, yelled at Oliver Darcy. Yeah, he, sh- he was in he was in one of the and, congressional and buildings. Confronted Jack Dorsey. Well, he confronted his banning was over Oliver Darcy. He put up a video where he was calling him a rat face or something. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that, right? I I can't stand this stuff. There's a lot of people who just laugh and say, no, they deserve it. And Alex was right. And it's like, I don't care. You're allowed to like that. Fine. It's free speech and all that. But I don't like it. And I certainly don't think he should have been banned for doing it. If you're in public and someone's mad at you and they confront you, there was no security threat or anything like that. It was just Alex yelling at the guy. They banned him for it. Kathy Griffin held up an image of a severed head and she didn't even get banned for that. She got like a slap on the wrist. She got banned because she mocked Elon Musk, uh, parroting his account without putting parody, trying to, I guess, make a point or whatever. He reinstates her. But showing, holding up a severed head of the president... That was never in question.
4: Yeah, She also evaded the ban and then went on her dead Mm. mother's platform in order to still raise her voice against Elon Musk. So again, something's happening here. You're going to allow her to have a voice, but not not Mm. Alex Jones. Explain your reasoning. Don't be a prick. Don't just say too bad. What's going on here? Is there internal pressure? Are there people inside of the company that are saying, no, don't do this? Are there corporations? Are there government agencies? Are there any other institutions that are pressuring you to do this? At least explain yourself if you're going to be making this kind of statement. And Alex Jones, of course, responded making his own video uh, regarding this specific news. And he says, hey, guys, don't blame Elon Musk here. He's, he, Alex Jones is trying to be the bigger person here, uh, addressing this larger saga here. But but at the end of the day, we at least deserve an explanation because we were promised free speech. This is not free speech. This is a person deciding what he wants with his own whims that, that shouldn't be acceptable to anyone.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, Alex Jones doesn't have a choice but to be the bigger person, right? If he goes on a tirade yeah. and is mad at Elon, he's like, well, he your could, family's he, not even that cool. He, like, he
4: could be like Kathy Griffin and go nuclear and go crazy. But it's okay if, Kat, yeah. if she does it. Exactly, she's a
3: really funny comedian.
2: You don't oh, understand. Hilarious, hilarious. Really? It's the same thing with now the two thirty ruling, though, right? Of that, maybe you could make the argument that Elon is worried that you know Alex comes back and because he's being sued for three trillion dollars now, which is, I believe it is, is it just, three trillion. Is it the... three trillion, which is just a little bit under twice? Is it the,
0: really three trillion?
2: Yes, just a little under twice the annual DOD. Uh huh. cost I think it's Department three times the
0: GDP of France.
2: Something like that. It's yeah. an absurd. I just looked up today that it's it's twice the the DOD's annual budget. So yeah, three trillion dollars is on the table. They're which- trying to fund the war in Ukraine. Oh, well, obviously, the money's got to come from
0: somewhere. But-
2: <laughs> so maybe you could make the argument that before this decision comes down about Section two thirty is that maybe Elon is worried that, well, if you know they're going after Alex Jones for for the GDP of France, that then they'll come after him in some way. But if Section 230 is no longer going to apply to make it so that you can sue the uh, platform for what someone on it says, then it doesn't make any sense.
0: People are, are bringing up that Alex Jones issued a statement saying Elon shouldn't bring him back. He's the most controversial person and Elon's going up against everybody. And so he's got to do what he can. And uh, I don't care. Alex, I understand what you're saying. And I get it. But uh, either Elon is going to, there's a couple ways he could play this. He could just not respond. He could say nothing. He is choosing to come out and outright say, you know, that free speech thing I tweeted about an hour ago. (laughs) Screw that. I don't really care. So that's what pisses me off. I totally get that Elon's like, dude, there's only so much I can do. Totally get it. I respect it. He just bought this massive platform. It needs to survive. It needs money to operate. He doesn't want it to die. He doesn't want to lose money on that. And he wants to actually bring free speech back. I get it. You bring back Alex Jones, they go nuclear against you, and then the whole thing implodes. He, he brought back Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate Tate is back on the platform. Yeah. So, so my, my, how are we picking and choosing here? Yes, What's yes, the but, scale here? Well, the scale is, Alex points out, he's the most controversial pers- person in the world, That being said, Elon did not have to come out and insult Alex's fans like that.
3: Mm -hmm. He He could have just ignored it. Yeah, he didn't have to respond to anyone tweeting on Alex's behalf, too. I mean, he is looking for this fight. But to me, I just don't understand why. Like, what purpose is this serving for the... Virtue signaling. I, I guess, but to He's virtue
0: sing the advertisers. Hmm. So he can be like, look, see, I said I wouldn't bring him back. But, because when he said he hadn't made a decision on Trump, or when he said he wasn't going to bring back Jones, a bunch of leftists were like, at least there's... I, I saw high-profile leftists... Journalists saying at least some sanity and things like that.
2: He's getting positive feedback from that, which is the first positive feedback he's gotten on any of this. However, it is a slippery slope, and it's the same way they've fallen
4: before. Which not, is first, it's Alex Jones. And then who? Who else is then not acceptable? But that's not true. He's getting attacked by the corporate media insanely every day. Yeah, there's hit I mean. piece after hit piece after hit piece. This is not being met with like, okay, this is great. This is being ignored, and they're still trying to attack him any way that they possibly can. So why are you trying to placate these people? Right. Or is yeah. is he like trying to go over? to the FBI or BlackRock or China being like, look at me. I'm a totalitarian. I'm I'm a prick too. I could do what you guys do. Is that what you're doing? Because what else are we left to speculate here? Because otherwise, there's no other rational conclusion than him, as you, Tim, mentioned, specifically showing off to the powers that be saying, I could play ball. I could play game. Uh, You know, just tell me what to do and I'll follow those orders. And that's not a platform that I believe in. That's not a platform that I want to be on.
0: I want to read the super chat uh, from Old Stick Key Taint. He says, voting for Trump's unbanning is a smart move. Force the advertisers to justify why they want to, uh, what do you say, pause advertisements, pull advertisements when the majority of their target audience wants him on. Actually, yeah, that's a really great point. What, what, what Elon needs to say to the advertisers is, you are being attacked by activists who are lying to you and costing you money. Once we get rid of those bots, you will be able to actually target your audience who like people like Jones or Trump. That's probably uh, probably the move he's making in that regard.
2: They'd but, have to publish or at least actually conduct some real internal research that they could show to their shareholders on that and the people they're selling advertising space there's to. There's no shareholders. Or oh, not shareholders, sorry. Uh, selling marketing well, space
0: to. Well, I think they do have technically stockholders. or uh, Right, because... Because he does have people who are holding mm-hmm. privately.
2: But, and, but, but the people that they're selling advertisements to then, they would want to be able to tell them that, look, right. that your advertisements are being shown to real people... And that those people, when they are given internal, when they're given polls, because, you know, you can take these exit polls on Twitter. So they send you an email and you say, would you like to take this poll? about your experience with Twitter, you get Twitter blue for a month for free or something like that. So you can try it out if you finish our, our survey. There's all kinds of ways to incentivize t- people to give you data that you could use. And then take that and say, here to the advertisers, people say that they want Trump to this certain degree and and actually have something to, to sell to them and say it's not all bought. I,
0: I tried advertising on Twitter. Because I, I he, uh, they're giving the double verification to everybody. So I tweeted, hey, Elon, how much do I got to spend to get the official tag? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I don't expect him to actually respond to me. But so I decided to take out an ad on our uh, Trump going Super Saiyan shirt, which is available in the chat. Pinned, it's the Supermaga shirt. And uh, so I was going to put a big campaign behind it, 25K, to see if, if, if it's legit. And because, again, I do want to see Twitter succeed. I'm not just throwing money at Elon. It's advertising a product we sell that we make money on that. I bet if I spend this money, we're going to make more money back. They rejected it. They said a cartoon image of Donald Trump going super sane was political. Why? Now, now that now I'm deeply offended. I just wanted to sell a T-shirt of Donald Trump with with Goku hair. You can't even do that, apparently
1: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Go ahead. Sorry.
2: Oh no, that was <laughs> it. No, it was just a green. I I, how do they determine what's political? Because I've only used the promotion feature once on YouTube, and it was—or not YouTube—on Twitter, and it was to promote a YouTube video that was not largely political, but it was. There were politics involved in the video. Yep. So, how do they determine what's political?
0: It's Trump. Yeah. They, didn't, they, didn't, they didn't want a, a cartoon of Trump that makes him look good? They don't want to take the money for that or something? Well, my video
2: know. was an hour long, and it was political at some points, but they, I guess, didn't want to watch an hour-long I mean, video to figure that, that part out.
0: The image isn't even pro or anti-Trump. It's no. just meant to be silly. It's Trump with, you know, spiky blonde hair.
4: Now, th- there's a couple things to consider, especially with this poll with uh, Elon Musk asking if Donald Trump should be reinstated or not, because... Uh, On October 3rd, Mashable has this article that I think is, is worth revisiting right now. That's titled, In Elon Musk's Words, It Seems Twitter Bots Are Always to Blame. Now, there hasn't been any kind of reckoning with the bots. There hasn't been any kind of discovery. There haven't been any kind of major bombshells surrounding the bots on big tech social media platforms, especially Twitter. But Elon Musk was complaining about the bots after he did a poll on his own Twitter account, specifically on October 3rd, asking if there should be a Ukrainian-Russian peace deal. After their response, he specifically said, this is the biggest bot attack I've ever seen. So why, after not dealing with the bots, are we deciding if the former president of the United States, who's running to be president in 2024, will be able to have any kind of speech? Also, if you remember, he also tweeted earlier today that he believes in the policy of freedom of speech. No, he doesn't, but he says he does, but he doesn't believe in the freedom of reach and he says negative content is going to be deboosted, demonetized. What's negative content? What who's going to be determining what's negative, what's positive? Again, everything same, same. here is arbitrary. There's no baselines, there's no rules he's following along and doing horrible things like not allowing free speech on the platform which he promised, which everyone now feels backstabbed about.
2: And that's that idiom that you see people on the left use so commonly of oh, freedom of speech doesn't mean freedom from consequences. So- so it's basically coming down to the same kind of thing.
3: I feel like at this point, everyone should just tweet at Elon Musk, like, get it, give us a timeline on the bot situation. Like, didn't Ann Coulter have like a countdown every day that Donald Trump didn't mm-hmm. like do something about the wall? Like, where is our like, the bots are gone countdown? Because it, I mean, to both of your points, Elon Musk is putting out polls and then saying they're being hacked by bots. So you already told us it was a problem. And also, how are you supposed to give accurate data to any advertisers if they're always being if you can say at any time oh well the bots got to this i mean you would think that ideally if he is working in true capitalism and he wants to make as much money as possible he would be hounding his staff to deal with the bots or are the bots a problem that can't be solved that's why i asked earlier like do you think he made a mistake buying twitter like is this platform and i'm not a tech person but is it so corrupted the bots are something that can't be removed at this point you can't purge them fast enough at this point would it be better to abandon ship and move on to something else even though you can't bring the people with you
2: a complete user verification would do something maybe to help with the but he's problem, not doing that but he's not going to do and and also i i think that you're going to lose a lot of people will leave the platform if you require someone to although you need to have a phone number
0: you don't need to force everyone it's if you want verification you got to use a real picture a real name mm-hmm. so we have verified you i thought when he was talking about a verification he was going to verify everyone the same way we have to be verified, mm-hmm. either a brand account that confirms they are the corporation. And it's really hard to do. Some, so, uh, I, I don't know if, if uh, Twitter does it this way, but you have to like sh- send them a photo of your articles of incorporation with like your ID showing that you are the officer because they're verifying you. For everyone else, you can use different photos and stuff, but typically... You have to be the person you're verified to be. Milo Yiannopoulos lost his verification because he included in his bio BuzzFeed journalist or something like that. They said, but you're impersonating verification removed. So Elon comes in and he's like, you can have a badge you wanted so bad for eight dollars. And then he just verifies everyone. Then when that implodes, he's like, I'll just give a second verification to big brands. And that's what my point was. Okay, what constitutes worthiness for getting verified twice?
4: I know, it's confusing, and it's weird being on the platform seeing double verification only the corporate media, which again only Elon knows, only, Elon knows the corporate media runs scams. If we're going to be fighting this information, if we're going to be getting rid of contra- controversial figures that spread disinformation, CNN needs to be gone from the platform immediately. <laughs> MSNBC needs to be gone from the platform immediately, and and they're not. So if we're going to not allow Alex Jones for you know allegedly being misinformation, he got something wrong. Obviously, we could criticize everyone. I've criticized him before, but at the end of the day, you 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 take his record and you take it to the corporate media, he has told far more truths than, of course, the corporate media that's routinely lying to the American people and running larger psyopses against them.
0: Well, I can at least say I'm satisfied uh, seeing stuff like this from Engadget. Democratic senators ask FTC to investigate Elon Musk over his handling of Twitter. What? The lawmakers cite the botched rollout of paid verification and the recent departures of top privacy execs. On what grounds... Does that constitute an FTC investigation? He fired people? Seriously? And the Democrats are now, this is what corruption looks like.
2: Well, now, it, now it's the public square. It wasn't the, right. before it's a private company, they can do what they want, but now we have an issue that the FTC needs to get involved with.
0: That's right. For years, Twitter has been wreaking havoc on our political sphere, on the public, And uh, nobody would do anything about it. I mean, there were some Republicans that have hearings and they'd waste everyone's time. Now the Democrats are shocked and concerned about what's going on. It's just it's all so fake. I'm done with it. It's fake. You're liars. I don't care to listen to you. We are wasting our time being bothered by even playing a game with these people. So I think the one thing you can do right now is improve yourself. Start a family, have kids, buy property, improve on your skills, get in shape. You want to succeed and you want to win this. Get fit, eat right, cut out the sugars, have a family, make money.
3: That was my favorite thing that Elon said on Twitter like a little while ago when it came out that he had like secret twins. He was like, "I have a big family and I hope you all do too." And I was like, "Yeah, okay."
0: Yeah, he was saying most billionaires don't have kids. It's great. But I'm I'm saying if you if 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 you think your path path to victory, let's say you're really good at playing Monopoly. And so you're like, "If I enter this Monopoly tournament, then I'll win the grand prize. Only problem is you realize that your opponent isn't playing fairly. And so you keep just playing the game, even though they're lying about everything that's going on. Eventually, he's got to say, maybe I should find another way to succeed. If everybody just focuses on themselves and ignores this obvious corruption and hypocrisy, I'm not, I'm not saying don't f- resist it, don't fight against it. I'm saying stop asking them politely to please hmm. stop. Stop treating them like they're doing this on accident. That's my point. Improve yourself Assume everything they're doing is intentional and designed to hurt you, and then figure out ways to overcome. Notably, right now we've got to we've got to overcome the ballot harvesting operations they have. Scott Pressler says he's going to do it. I got faith he can. Let's see what we can do to help back him and many others who are going to start working for the twenty twenty uh, on the twenty twenty four election, and then maybe we can get some people in who will just do away with this stuff.
2: Yeah, people have to do something. The only one who did anything about the. You know, fortification was DeSantis. And well, that went how it went.
0: Yeah. DeSantis 2024?
2: He's the only one who did anything. Everyone else complained about it and then did nothing.
0: He made some very interesting
4: comments uh, against the World Economic Forum uh, today, which I thought was also kind of very eye opening because very few politicians usually talk about these larger key issues that do affect them. Uh, but, but again, with, with this news of this Democratic senator asking the FTC to investigate someone, it's been seven days since FTX went bankrupt. Seven days. Obviously, criminal fraud here. Obviously, people have been defrauded. People have been robbed of their money. No one got arrested. Madoff got arrested in 24 hours after his Ponzi scheme was, was exposed to everyone. Seven days later, and then we have the FBI warning the guy that they're going to maybe, maybe possibly be going after him? Are you kidding me? This reeks of corruption. And this could mm. be one of the reasons why Elon Musk is like, oh, crap, the, the FTC might be on my butt, I got to do what they want me to do, as the federal government is telling big tech social media platforms to ban particular voices. Again, the US government is violating the First Amendment in more ways than one, particularly when it comes to online speech. This could be one of the reasons why we don't have free speech and we won't have free speech on Twitter as announced by Elon Musk today.
2: I think that that's probably very likely that there's some, well, with this thing about the, the FTC involvement, that the federal government might have um, gotten in contact with him.
0: Yeah. Considering
3: yeah, other, isn't that over the FTX scandal?
0: Well, they keep threatening him on Twitter. Right. And so maybe he's just like, I got to tone things down.
3: I just think it's crazy. We can, like, threaten Elon Musk, FTX, there's nothing, but Taylor Swift's uh, general... Ticket sale gets canceled, and there's already a DOJ investigation into oh, antitrust, into Ticketmaster. They were charging
0: mm-hmm. like $20,000 a ticket or something. Oh,
3: it's crazy. It is a like wild west in the table. Are Taylor people buying lot. it? I have six tickets. I will proudly <laughs> announce Wait, that. Wait, What? What? <laughs>
0: yeah. How? But you didn't. You so didn't... I'm a millionaire.
3: Thanks, Crypto. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, I The whole process was insane. And you have to like register beforehand to become a verified fan. They'll decide if you're a verified fan. If you are a verified fan, you get a code. It's texted to you. It's this, like,
4: this sounds like a cult. It yeah. Feels, it felt like such Hannah, a cult. Cool. Hannah, are you okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Hannah Lou. I'm not sure who Hannah
3: is. But like the process was insane. And the big thing was, uh, I'm, I'm really sorry about this, Tim. I actually bought my tickets while I was live on Pop Culture on Tuesday. Because oh, the ticket, good content. well, yeah, and the ticket sales got delayed for so long that I like carried my laptop up and I was like, "Look, Brett and Mary, like I'm here for you. I do this every Tuesday, but I have to get these tickets. It's now or never."
4: Did the tickets come with Kool Aid?
3: Not that I know of, but maybe at the concert she'll like inject us all. I'm not sure. It's but, just feel yeah. like as a, as a millennial, where,
0: where is the concert?
3: She has a bunch. She has 52 shows. She's touring much, the country. How much were the tickets? Uh, mine were. Two hundred and forty dollars. Oh,
4: okay. Are you yeah. gonna resell them?
3: No. Well, I, 20, have, 20 I have I have people who I bought them for. Ticketmaster mm-hmm. said that they gave out one point five million of these codes, put two million people on the wait list, and then they were expecting thirty percent of people who got codes to use them, and of those people, like each buy three tickets. Okay. okay I don't but, know but, where these mem- these numbers came on, from. Hold on,
0: hold on. Right. Go so ahead. I heard it was reported that some of the tickets are twenty grand.
3: Yeah. So okay, people now, are now, hold reselling on. them.
0: You've got tickets for some people. Mm-hmm. Do you think those people would be happier to watch Taylor Swift or get 20 grand?
3: I honestly think they'd rather watch Taylor Swift, but I'll ask them. Oh, come them. on. We can phone a friend right now. I'll let I'm them gonna, know. The
0: Kool-Aid I, is strong. You kid. don't yeah. understand.
3: Right. Like, there is such a, like, I think it's twofold. I think people really like Taylor Swift. She hasn't been on tour in a while. But the other thing is like, I, all of my friends who want to go to this concert were like robbed of two years of their twenties mm. for, because of COVID. Like they want mm-hmm. to go out. They want to do things. Does I
0: see Taylor Swift?
3: Look, man. <laughs> You weren't indoctrinated the way I was indoctrinated.
2: <laughs> no, no, we're judging
4: you very heavily. I'm okay right, no. with that. Here's,
3: I wouldn't have I'm, said it on
2: this podcast if I wasn't comfortable. I really Here's have to know. I'm just really quick. What did you have to do to prove that you were a tailor? So I,
3: I have no idea. Oh, of 15 different people, because oh, you rebought to, them. No, I bought oh. them. I got a code. I don't know why I was selected, other than they wanted to like see my heart rate go up. I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, but. It was it was this insane process. Ticketmaster crashed. AOC tweeted during this pre-sale, as everyone was complaining about it. Uh, they're a trust. We should break Ticketmaster up because they yes. had to. oh yeah it, well yeah, yeah but
2: it, that's just because she couldn't get her. That's
3: trailer. what I thought. <laughs> I was like, this girl wants to go to the concert. I have one more AOC. If you'd like to come with me, uh, no. But it's <laughs> it's this crazy thing where we have this pop star returning to tour after COVID and. By Friday, after this disastrous uh, sale, there's already an antitrust investigation. Like, oh, I know it's amazing. Why are they moving this quickly? Amy Klobuchar's granddaughter wants to go to Taylor Swift. Yeah, didn't That's get why. tickets, and she's like, bring the DOJ in. Like, wow. it's
2: the second anything in any way negatively affects the, those in the oligarchy, then all of a sudden they, they put their feet to the fire and exactly. they care.
0: Mm-hmm. How old is Taylor Swift? She's 32. Mm-hmm. So she's, she's not going to be old enough in 2024, is she? Mm-hmm. No, no. Oh wait.
3: Be
2: oh,
0: she is going to be old enough.
2: Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. We've got an idea for you. you her
0: birthday is uh, uh, December thirteenth, meaning that by the time she would be inaugurated, she would be thirty-five years old. Taylor Swift is going to run for the Democratic ticket. That's it. That's what they're doing. <laughs> I why, think that makes that's sense. why AOC is all over it.
3: Mm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Is I mean, I, I think she a- is a- that nine? influential among uh, at least young voters.
0: No, wait, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. What? Yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's going to be 34.
3: Catch her in 2028. Yeah, she'll
0: be, she'll be 34, I think. Wait, wait, she's about to turn 33. So that means she'll be 34 in, in 2023. Yeah, she'll be 35 at the end of 20 uh, yeah, 2024. Right. Right. So that means she can run... Because by the time she's going to be sworn in, she will be old enough to be uh, president. 35, right? Mm-hmm.
3: I would do anything to see a Trump-Taylor Swift debate. I'm oh, man! I will sell tickets to that. Ticketmaster can crash okay, again. Okay, I'd
0: buy those ones, though. Uh, uh, what we'll, we'll, we'll on about like one. a Trump-Kanye ticket versus like a oh, Swift Obama? Wow. Swift-AOC
3: Trump-Kanye.
0: Swift-Ocasio-Cortez. We're going a little bit dangerously into idiocracy here, though. Yeah, but at this point, <laughs> I'm like, let's you know, I feel like we're, do- we're going on a water slide, and like the only mm-hmm. way to get through it is just, just a roll through it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, a t- Taylor Swift presidency? I, mean, I just can't I mean, imagine. IQs are dropping, so <laughs> anything's, <laughs> anything's possible.
4: Well, but the thing
3: is, she's a figurehead. She is the pop, the pop star of an entire generation and to so many people who are raised, especially in the social media era, she has more influence than any politician. I mean, AOC has whatever amount of followers online. She has also kind of translated herself into an internet presence, but really... There are certain people who who capture attention, and whether you like it or not, Taylor Swift is one of them. And I respect that she's not everyone's thing. I, myself, don't like a lot of her music, Dude. but I feel compelled Like, I have to
0: go to this concert. Think about, like, just, you know, for, for a moment, bear with me. How cool would it be if, like, Taylor Swift runs, and then she becomes, like, the most brutal dictator ever? <laughs> it's just, like, extrajudicial extra assassinations are through the roof, tenfold what they were under Obama. And then it's like, you have, you have like a documentary 50, 50 years from now, President Swift was the most aggressive authoritarian leader any nation had ever seen. The reign of sway. Like, yeah, she's the like, slogan. drop the bombs.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: Running under the campaign slogan, shake it off.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the IQ deficit thing is really fascinating, which, um, because children that were born under the, uh, during the pandemic, during the lockdowns, which again, this being the first time people can get out, one study found that they have a 30 point IQ deficit yep. using- 30 points! Yes
4: of mm-hmm. um, wow.
2: uh, early for, for infant uh, IQ tests, which th- those are not super valid. But if that maintains in, in the early studies of 30 point, point IQ deficit, that would mean that the average person born in that three year period would have an average IQ of 70. And remember, average means the middle, meaning the other half is lower than that.
0: Mm-hmm. Horrifying. It's like that uh, George Carlin joke. He was like, think about how stupid the average person yeah. is. Now realize half of them are stupider than that. Yeah. Wow, Honestly. well, uh, I feel bad for these kids, but I mostly feel bad for myself because by the time I'm, you know, in my fifties and desperately trying to vote to save this country or planet, you're gonna have a lot, a lot of really dumb people voting, mm-hmm. and they're gonna be like, "Masks are good. I used to wear masks all the time. I vote for masks, and it's like a mask." No, I, th- I think it's mandatory be masking when you're going to the bathroom.
3: They're gonna be like, "I don't feel comfortable without my mask. They're I sorry. need my mask." Preliminary it's data on that. Isn't yeah, that crazy? but
0: but it's gonna be like. They're not going to say that because their IQs are very low. Mm. They're going to be walking into a room and someone's going to be like, "You got to take the mask off," and they go, "I need the mask," and they go, "Sir, take the mask off relief and then they go, "Ah, ah, ah." and then they're going to be like, "Okay, okay, 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 you can wear the mask." Jeez. As they're sucking down on their watermelon peach v- vapes. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 I, I can just see it now. We're watermelon doing. peach? Is that like the flavor that you I think just made people I just made something into? up in, oh. as I was talking. Sounds pretty That's good, his actually. personal
3: favorite vape flavor. It had have to be like avocado do
0: toast flavor
2: or
3: something.
0: <laughs> I used to.
3: <laughs> avocado toast flavored vape? Sounds horrific. <laughs> <laughs> and Taylor <laughs> Swift is giving them the out at her campaign rallies. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: there you go. It's like well, you the young people involved. Speaking
0: of low IQs, let's pull <laughs> up this story. New York City lawyer sobs in court as she's sentenced to 15 months behind bars for firebombing NYPD van with Molotov cocktail fashioned out of a Bud Light bottle during BLM protests. Rouge Rahman asked a judge to spare her prison time and give her a second chance to redeem herself for what she called a momentary lapse of judgment. Yo, uh, lady, prison is for dangerous people. Okay, 15 months, you're getting a slap on the wrist considering you 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 firebombed a car. If it was like she threw a rock and it hit somebody in the head, I might be like, okay, you know, 15 months, don't throw rocks, people. Come on. No, she threw a firebomb. She, like, was handing them out to people. Yeah, literally. So, uh, you know, again, speaking of low IQs, we're already, seeing, <laughs> uh, uh, we're already seeing how bad it can be when these people have momentary lapses of judgment. The scary thing about it is that people like, like her, they think they're smart. That's the scary thing. Oh, midwittism. Well, you know, mid, midwits, midwits are average, you know, like midwits mm. are slightly above average. But
2: they're very convinced that they're usually part of when people get called midwits. It's that they are also part of that convinced that they are very intelligent, which makes it dangerous.
0: Mid, midwit is basically they are a little smart, like a little bit above mm-hmm. average, but it, but they're not smart enough to truly understand. Mm-hmm. So they're active players like these journalists, the the, the, the corporate press. They're midwits. You know, there's that IQ bell curve you see all the time where the dumb guy and the smart guy agree on things and the average person is like doing the wrong thing pro establishment or whatever. This is kind of scary when you when you when you think about it and then you realize that we're going to have a wave of substantially stupider people due to the masking policies and the lockdown policies in these schools. These kids are all developmentally stunted and they're not getting they're not getting those years back. I don't know yeah. if you guys ever read about the the girl raised by wolves. Mhm. I mean, not the girl, but there's a bunch of stories of, like, kids. Mm -hmm. They never learn. Mm -hmm. You know, by the time they're adults, there was, like, some story I read about a woman who was, uh, like, seriously abused and locked in a basement until she was 13. her name was, like,
1: Trixie or something like that?
0: When she was was finally rescued, she couldn't learn to speak proper colloquial English. Right, right, right. She could only say certain words, like, hungry, Mm -hmm. sleep, but she Mm -hmm. couldn't actually articulate long thoughts with other people. That's scary, man.
2: Those... uh, Foundational developmental years are really, really important um, for children to become adults or to be able to function whatsoever in society. So, yeah, a child can survive in the woods being raised by wolves. You can survive, but you can't – you're going to have so many developmental issues. So with these children who have grown up never seen their parents' face or very rarely seen their parents' face, which is a huge part of it, of forming the connection between mother and child and father and child, they don't have any of that. So that does explain partially why the IQ deficit is what we're seeing in the preliminary data.
0: You ever see that study where they had the mom, they brought in a bunch of moms with kids, and then the mom would not respond to the baby's mm-hmm. facial cues? Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm it's so sad the baby like tries to get the mom to react Mm -hmm. and they like they told the mother just remain stone-faced and do not respond to the baby and then eventually the baby just starts crying like freaking out yeah these immune system
4: deniers are absolutely sick and disgusting (laughs) i'm serious when we look at the policies that they've implemented they knew the horrors that this was going to bring and we've seen video after video of these
1: okay round two name something that's not boring
4: fat, bureaucratic, totalitarian teachers just shove a mask on a child's face as they're literally fighting with them. Toddlers, small children in kindergarten were forced to be masked, which is leading to severe uh, developmental developmental issues that we're going to be seeing the long-term consequences of, especially in the future. There was even uh, major politicians that came out and said, guys, I made a mistake. You you did? Of course you did. We all knew you, you did. We were talking about this. We were warning about this. And our voices were censored by big tech social media. And this is why it went on for so long. It was because of that censorship. It's because people couldn't push back. It's because the ideas couldn't be challenged or tested in the public sphere. And we were censored. And we had to continue with this ludicrous, nonsense, bullcrap, insane policy that has hurt children in so many unspeakable ways.
3: I interviewed a mom on Long Island a couple months ago when schools were going back and forth over whether or not they would mo- remove their mask policy. And she's just telling me about her experience i wrote about it for the site but one of the worst parts of it she told me was that there was a girl in the school who got sick in class threw up in her mask she's Ugh. like in the second grade Ugh. and they made her walk to the nurse's office without taking her mask off evil like
0: evil. this
3: is insane why would we live this way
0: well even before this did you ever hear the story about what's going on in chicago where they they lock kids in padded rooms there was a little boy who was like acting out so they brought him into a padded room locked the door and then just left him there for hours. He started screaming. He had to go to the bathroom. So they ignored him. And when his parents finally came, they found him like with crap on his pants. And he's like a little kid. Like, like I, for, I forgot how old he's. Like five or six or something. So this stuff's been going on. It's only getting worse. Homeschool your kids. because uh, uh,
2: One last point on the COVID stuff. There was a study that I came across. It's um, by Dr. Raymond Palmer. It's called COVID-19 Vaccines and the Misinterpretation of Perceived Side Effects. Clarity on the safety of vaccines. If you don't mind, I'd like to read a few lines.
0: What is what is the what is
2: uh, it, with the the basic premise is that all of the side effects are just because people were mean about it. People were mean on Twitter about about whether or not they wanted to get vaccinated.
0: They they did a study? That's it's and they it's said not a real people... study, it's
2: his contention. Ah.
0: His
2: contention, so, wh- yes. What's his publication? It's it's published in um, the Journal of Biomedicine in uh, just, that just a, last year. Is
0: that a reputable publication?
2: Yes, it is. That's the horrifying part. <laughs> Basically, much of this anti-vaccination sentiment could be attributed to the alleged side effects that are perpetuated across social media from anti-vaccination groups. Fear mongering and misinformation being peddled by people with no scientific training to terrorize people into staying unvaccinated could be causing the side effects in the vaccination process. So So,
0: we're not talking about like kids being masked. We're talking about it's in
2: any kind of side this. I just came up. I saw this today. But any kind of side effect of everything, anything socially, medically is because of anti-vaxxers being mean on social media. Well, hold on there. Guys, we
0: got to stop being mean. I know. That's the is only that, way. Is
3: that the cure to COVID? That's, that's, Apparently. That, that's,
0: well, that, that's the, you know, everybody will be healthier. Well, to be fair, I mean, stress does cause health problems. It does. That's so, his
2: contention. He well,
0: said it- I think his contention is garbage. But we can all try to be a little nicer. <laughs> also,
3: like, I don't feel like the anti-vaxxers were, again, well, I'm not an avid <laughs> Twitter user, but I felt like the dominant pressure was to get vaccinated, was to follow through. And those who... Question: That were the ones who were attacked.
4: He's the, literally accusing people of what the establishment was doing. Yes. By, by as a perfect example, perfectly described it, except for his side was doing that.
2: Right. And what his contention, what's his his evidence for it later, in it is that well, women uh, had more uh, myocarditis and different kinds of cardiac uh, events hmm. following um, you know exposure to social media, and it's because of that that there's this this issue it's, I mean, it's actually, caused by that people being. It, it is plausible. Women are more likely to um, have really severe stress reactions yeah. to, to, well. Social pressure. Yes, yeah, so social because pressure. We,
0: we, we talked about that study where, like, teenage girls are getting mm-hmm. depressed from Instagram. I mean, oh, yeah. if, 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 if you are susceptible for whatever reason, be it COVID or now they, like, now they have that, that study that NBC News reported about where they're doing, Pfizer and Moderna, I think, are doing long-term studies on, on myocarditis and pericarditis, uh, which they say is very rare. But my point is, if you are susceptible for whatever reason, and you're having heart palpitations because of stress on social media, I mean, I don't think anti vaxxer makes the most sense. But the idea that social media stress could make put you like put increase your risk for any kind of uh, heart oh, issue. Sure. Uh, Yeah, Just kind of a weird,
2: convenient thing to to say. We're seeing this increased stress in people, and it is causing them cardiac issues. It must be the anti-vaxxers on social media that are responsible for it, which is, again, a convenient way to Uh, blame others for what they're they're doing.
0: You could say say it's cancel culture. Oh, sure. The fear of being canceled, of not fitting in, of not virtue signaling is causing people to have heart problems. I actually would believe that, too, especially with what we know. I think, you know, we've seen a lot of uh, young girls negatively impacted Mm -hmm. by social media. They get depressed when they don't get enough likes, but they're younger, so their hearts aren't going to give out. But what if you're like a 50, 60-year-old woman and you're you're wrapped up in this stuff like, I don't know if you guys saw the Rosie O'Donnell, Kathy Griffin TikTok they put out Mm -hmm. and it's just cringe, like super cringe, but I imagine for them, they're a lot older, they're active on social media, they're probably getting stressed out bad by this stuff, Mm -hmm. but they also just have old hearts. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if you came to me and said that Kathy Griffin was having a heart condition. I'd be like, yeah, the lady's strung out on Twitter like she's losing it.
2: Sure. With a problem with a study like that where he's making his contention and his conclusion is that, well, there's competing variables here. There's alternative hypotheses and you're just – Contending that this must be the correct, one. Yeah, 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 But yeah. that one could very well be part of it as well. Is that women really think, are getting more yeah. stressed out because I, of social
4: pressures I, I, on I, on social media? I, I think it's fair to say that you know, myocarditis is not caused by mean tweets. It, I think I think <laughs> I think that's the baseline that we should be having here yeah, when yeah, it comes yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, but, but hold on, hold but on. Prove it. Prove it in a no, study. No, no, no. no and then on, and, I'll, I'll, I'll rely on Pfizer and Moderna to tell us what to believe in. Since but, you know, they're investigating
0: themselves, so they're very trustworthy. Right. But I do think it's a fair point to say if you're susceptible being stressed out will like will increase your risk probably like cortisol stressors causes negative health consequences the point i'm trying to bring up is guys i get it but social media is is bad for us the algorithms are manipulating us they're controlling us into believing stupid political nonsense and young girls are getting depressed mostly young guys are getting depressed too but it's mostly young girls getting depressed by this i got no problem being like i am absolutely willing to throw the algorithms of Facebook under the bus on this one, if it means we can, I don't know, do something about it, change it or fix it.
3: Well, there are a couple uh, wrongful death lawsuits going. There's one in the UK with like a 12-year-old boy. There's one in California with like a 19-year-old girl who are, uh, they, they basically are arguing that the algorithms fed them content that, they may have been predisposed to anxiety or issues, but it encouraged these mental health issues to the point where at least one of the one of the children killed themselves. If I mean, it's
2: the twelve year old boy in the UK that I'm thinking of, then that lawsuit is is completely bogus. Yeah, uh, because. Yes, he was being bullied online, but he had horrible home life. Mm -hmm. And then it also turned out that, if that's the one I'm thinking of, that his mother, then he had been, he was brain dead and was kept in line on ventilators for three months while he was literally, his brainstem was necrotizing while she was making money by posting pictures of him on social media
3: in a diaper. And if that's the same story, then... I don't know. I know there have been several lawsuits. I just find it interesting. And again, maybe not all of them are valid, but I find it interesting that people are choosing this route to say, like, we are experiencing the suffering right
2: away we didn't evolve in this in these conditions whatsoever so of course it's it's overstimulating to the the dopaminergic center of the brain
0: i want to i want to talk about chickens so i'm just gonna hard (laughs) segue and it's friday and so we're chilling but uh we have this story from uh gbn eggs to be rationed across uk until spring 2023 supermarkets including tesco asda and little taking urgent action uh, it, buy some chickens. I, like, I don't know if this is going to happen here in the United States. Probably not. We're a very, very big country. We have, I think we've got more farmland than the UK. They're not as, they're not as large. But the energy crisis, I, look, I'm bringing up the eggs thing just to be silly. It is a very serious story. But uh, with, with what's going on in, in Ukraine and Russia, the latest report I saw was that Russia was pulling back missile batteries. And so they're, they're expecting a barrage to come down, like a serious one now. Like Russia's not giving up on this. And that just means... It's going to get a lot worse. Now that the midterms are over and Joe Biden is done dumping strategic petroleum, the prices are going to skyrocket again. And now we're also hearing this. 25% of U.S. faces potential winter electricity outages. Fuel shortages have increased risk to U.S. power grid. So uh, buy some chickens, you know, just a couple in the backyard, I guess, if you can. And, uh, you know, they'll eat the bugs, live in the pod, and they'll give you eggs. But uh, I will just say right now, we're looking at home prices collapsing. People don't want to buy. Interest rates are going to go back up. Inflation's getting worse. Gas prices are going to skyrocket. The band aid that they put on the economy to try and save Democrats in the midterms is now losing its effectiveness because a banded over a bullet wound can't do much for long. So uh, I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: But, well, first of all, I agree with the buying chickens things. We, we've got yeah. them over in the UK. So I guess we'll be all right from the egg crisis that's coming in, uh, allegedly. But yeah, um, absolutely. It was a band aid, as you said. And it's it can't do much for a prolonged period of time to deal with the really disastrous effects of the Joe Biden presidency that were just temporarily ameliorated by this um injection of money. And people are going to feel it. And who are they going to blame? Because the media will say it's the, it's the Republicans. You should have voted harder. You didn't vote hard enough. So I don't know. How are people going yeah. and, to be able to explain that to themselves? And, and
4: also the Trump presidency from the lockdowns as mm-hmm. well. We have to understand the lockdowns are still having a very severe effect on our economic way of life. There's even major shortages of antibiotics that people can't find in U.S. hospitals where children are, are, are left stranded and screwed over because they don't have the medicine because the supply shortages from that lockdown are still a affecting our uh, financial markets today, which is absolutely crazy. And, and I, I think we still haven't seen the rest of it yet. The, these financial consequences of just spending money, giving people $2,000 checks, bring, bringing back the Inflation Reduction Act, which doesn't really reduce inflation, but spends more money on climate and other social justice warrior causes that Bill Gates spurs on, uh, is it, not going to help anyone. We have to understand we're, we're in for some big trouble and there's no denying it
3: this is kind of a segue but uh biden's 80th birthday is sunday and happy birthday we did not get an annual physical release this week which i find to be extremely annoying i know that the biden administration is not trustworthy but at least pretend i would have liked to have seen the report that inevitably would have declared that he is competent and healthy and good at stuff uh because at least then you are keeping up the premise that you have to pretend yeah. i don't trust the biden administration and i am now concerned that they aren't even pretending to hide anything anymore they are openly not talking about his health they're not even walking through this yeah steps. they're not even pretending I the
2: emperor has any clothes at this point it's it's all I, well i guess everyone knows mm-hmm. is
3: anyone really well surprised? they're stuck right if they put out a clean bill of health everyone goes mm, i don't think so And if they don't, they have to admit that he's not going to run in 2024. And they're not willing to do that either. I feel like this is such a strange power grab. And I feel sorry for my generation and basically all Americans out there who are having to pay the price for this.
0: You know, I'm sad for this country because we should be teaching our younger generation how to think critically and how to survive. And we've not done that. And now we have a whole bunch of you know, whiny, woke, loser cultists who are like, I have to work eight hours on Saturday. We need a union. And it's like, okay, dude. At this point, I'm kind of just like, take your cities. You can have them. I'm going to get away from the cities, move somewhere else, and just try and succeed. And I I encourage everyone else to do the same. Uh, I'm not saying abandon the political fight. Quite the opposite. I'm saying make sure you are cleaning your room before you try to change the world, right? And then my attitude is, your worst case scenario if you get in shape, eat right, start you know working on yourself, is that if it all comes crumbling down, then uh, you'll be all right. You'll be okay. And the hipsters will be like, why can't we get avocado toast anymore? And you'll be like, because they're grown in Mexico in the winter and then they ship them here. And now there's no energy because you're an idiot. You don't want to do any work, fine. You don't get your avocados. I mean, man, look at this Twitter stuff. The Twitter meltdown. They're like, Ugh. they're like, I worked four hours a week, and Elon was, and, and doesn't want to pay me half a million dollars. And it's like, uh huh. And it's, it's, you know, I've, I've said it before. If the American people knew how much money these like New York media people were getting paid for as little work as they're doing, there would be a revolution overnight. Working class people in this country do not understand. You walk into that Google office, these people are all six figures and they do nothing. There's like I'm watching people like sit there drinking coffee, reading a book. I used to go there and uh, you know I'd be invited because people I, I know people at Google. I'd be in their cafeteria. And I'm like, so what is it these people are doing? It's remarkable to me that when I worked for uh, I worked at O'Hare, I'm lifting 50,000 pounds of luggage every day for 10 bucks an hour, struggling to make ends meet, couldn't afford it. And then when I walked in that Vice office for the first time, I just started laughing. I was like, "Where is everybody?" And like, "Wait, well, work from home?" I'm like, "What? What?" They, they publish like one article per week. Amazing.
3: Well, that I want to go it. work advice. <laughs> one article a week. Ooh.
2: Well, they're
0: laying people off now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> there was a that no, TikTok like video that went viral a couple months ago. Was it or weeks ago? Inside where Twitter. It was, uh, no, it wasn't about Twitter. It was about LinkedIn. Yeah. Right. Where the the woman is like, "Here's a day of, uh, in the life of a 23 year old." whatever at linkedin and she just it all she seemed to do was sit around and eat snacks
4: yeah, Like it, we, w- w- we were talking about the journalist yesterday he what he was driving a ferrari in a five million dollar mansion and we we're porsche. like porsche porsche <laughs> excuse me yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah got the different thing. come but, on but, lewis
3: get uh, it what's going on
4: <laughs> listen huh <laughs> uh, it's it's still ridiculous and and again there there is so much of, of these people that take so much for granted they're so entitled and we're so lucky to even be born in the United States when you, we compare how we live to how the rest of the world lives there's a big difference if you travel the world you see see it and, and it's shocking it's terrifying and to see people take advantage of that and to, to see people just not want to work hard in this situation not take all the opportunities presented to them is just mind-boggling to me, personally, at least. But, uh, yeah, aha. I would never want to be you know, at Vice, ever. They're pod people.
0: Yeah. No they're pod people. They're NPCs. Like, look, good times make weak men. You got a lot of people who were born into the, the, the peak of American gluttony. They do no work. They never had to work. They never had hardship. Mm-hmm. And now they're thrust into the world. And, uh, I mean, we weren't, look, we used to say that these woke people got out of college. They're gonna, They're in for a rude awakening. We were half right. Most of them were in for a rude awakening, got really angry, and and now are voting to make the world like their daycare campus. Mm -hmm. But we're also seeing funny videos of people being like, they they scheduled me for eight hours on the weekend. I need a union. That's a great one. (laughs) Eight hours on the weekend. Oh, heavens me. Wow, you have to lift a rock.
3: To Lewis's point, like, both of my... (laughs) This is horrible. (laughs) I don't know why we started this. But, like, I mean, I know you have a similar story, but both of my parents are immigrants, and I remember asking my dad once, do you ever wish that, you know... He had an opportunity to move back to England before they had kids. And I remember asking him, like, do you you ever wish that I had your accent? Do you ever wish I was more in touch with that part of our culture? Um, And he was like, no, we knew it was a dying country. Like, we left so you would have opportunities that we did not think you would have in the UK. Like, that was more important. And I think that that is a perspective that so many people don't have. Like, they assume that things will always continue to get better and better. And when they're faced with challenges, they... Aren't willing to think critically about the sacrifices that have been made for them or that they need to make for their future.
4: Yeah, Gila is absolutely right. Uh, Thanks, Larry. (laughs) There's a reason people in in Poland literally have their own jaukas jaukas they're called little plots of land that they have outside of their major apartment buildings where they just grow their own food they also preserve their own food can their own food and growing up in poland it was routine during winter oh yeah we make reserves and and we have reserves that we could eat so we don't have to rely on the communist centralized government force that will give you a piece of paper allowing you a certain allowance of, of bread, of meat that you were given as a ration that everyone was allowed to have, which is absolutely crazy. You would have your own by being prepared. And I think with the government here becoming more centralized, that's something that more and more people need to realize that at the end of the day, you are only responsible for yourself, especially when it comes to the larger crap storm coming our way that the government is creating.
3: Well, I feel like you're, Leonard's right, you're responsible for yourself, but also you're responsible for your progeny and your family and your immediate community. Like you choose who you interact with today and the impact that you have on them. Like, don't trust the government to make things better for you. That's what I don't understand about people coming out of college who are just waiting for someone to fix their problems. Like, that's never been realistic. I don't know what experience you had in life that made you feel that way.
0: It was crazy when uh, I was working for a company. I, I had a, a somebody fresh out of college, first job, and they were telling me, I don't know how to do this task. Someone needs to tell me how to do it. And my response was, well, just figure it out. And they're like, what do you mean just figure? I need to be told what to do. And I was like, take the time to figure out how to operate the system. And then I had to explain to them. I was like, if someone else knew how to do it, they wouldn't have hired you to do it. But I get it. In college, you have a professor who tells you how to do things. That's not how it works here. You're hired because nobody knows how to do it. And it's your job to figure it out. Surprise, surprise. These people struggle. Yeah. And they can't they can't make it. Well what,
2: just I think they're living in a myth. There's something called the Whig interpretation of history that you may have heard of. And it it does rely on this belief system that things are always progressing forward in an upward and onward direction. So we have more technology, we have more freedom, whatever that is supposed to mean under a certain circumstance. But because we have more of stuff, therefore everything else about society must be better. And it's I think complete right. bunk.
0: I, I I talk about this too. People are like this is the first generation where we're worse off than our parents. And I was like, I don't know if that's true because my parents didn't have cell phones when they were younger. They didn't have access to the summation of human knowledge. They couldn't argue with strangers and look at pictures of cats, you know, for better or for worse. And it was even really difficult to get TVs. They were very expensive. So if you wanted to go out Friday night with, you know, grab drinks with your friends, like, good luck. Try calling on a phone, leaving a message. Otherwise, nothing. So we do have a lot more luxuries than they, mm. they didn't have. Now, that being said, because of these things... Good luck getting a job if you don't have a cell phone. Mm-hmm. So now it's a necessity. You, it may be benefit, beneficial to you, which means we may have better things, but we, we don't have the excess cash to start families. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the things you own end up owning you. But let's talk about colleges. I want to talk about this story we got here from uh, Daily Mail. University of California, Santa Barbara's Black Student Union holds free Black Panther Wakanda Forever screening, but asks white students not to attend. Ah, oh, yes. This is what they mean by diversity. Racial segregation. So uh, there's another article from uh, the Philadelphia Inquirer that was talking about, the, the writer was Mexican, and he was saying how, you know, he didn't understand Black Panther and what it meant for the black community, sh- seeing an, an African country that wasn't devastated by colonization. And then he was like, and then I saw Namor and and uh, Talocan in Wakanda forever. And then I started to understand. And I'm just thinking like, these woke people, their view of what is good in terms of racial like racial ideology is stereotypes of races totally segregated and fighting with each other that that was the craziest thing like black panther have have you seen it oh hell no (laughs) well why not thank you why not i
2: i love comic books i like namor by the way so i have no interest in namor is that how it's pronounced now Uh okay well not not for my entire life of reading marvel comics but whatever i don't think i'm supposed to roll the r but well i don't know they've changed it and so exactly i have no i mean my character's got a i'm not daredevil shirt which is not from a particularly good run on daredevil by mark wade but um i have no interest in modern comics because they have no interest in me
0: but what what what, what don't you like about black panther
2: i thought the first movie was okay
0: yeah but it was like it was it was like it was crazy
2: yeah, it was a good. I like, it was a like, good movie, but I just I don't I don't watch was, any of this stuff was anymore. A, was
0: a Wakanda first closed right? borders? Right, which
2: was bizarre that they did make him a, a you know Wakanda
0: nationalist. I'm gonna spoil it. I mean, I've already spoiled it a million times. But you see, this is this is judging a book by by its cover. Mm-hmm. Wakanda Forever, the point I'm making about how racist this is, is a movie quite literally about the most powerful nation on earth, so says Queen Ramonda, with a powerful barrier around their country that no one can breach, Mm -hmm. and a Mexican guy breaks in by crossing a river.
2: Oh, I I watched your
0: video about it earlier, and I've
2: heard some other people talk about it, so I'm
0: aware of what happens in the film. And they're cheering for it. They're like, this is the greatest movie. And it's funny, because we had Dave Landau here, and Mm -hmm. when we were talking about it before the show, and I explained, it's a Mexican guy, and his back you know, as he climbs out of the river, is wet. And then I said, how do you think they defeat him? And he goes, do they dry him off? And I was like, yes, yes. And he was like, so it's the greatest movie ever. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Stereotypes are are a simple way of understanding the world and that it's also something called a cognitive heuristic. We all rely on cognitive heuristics as mental shortcuts. So, for example, if you see a stick in the grass, we have evolved to very quickly make a snap judgment to decide if that is a stick in the grass or a snake. Reduces cognitive load to rely upon stereotypes. It literally means you have to think less; you expend less mental energy. So people like stereotypes for that reason. So I think that maybe in some way they're just like, oh, I don't have to. I can turn my brain off even more during this Marvel movie than I usually would because I can just rely upon stereotypes about other people.
0: Now, now that we've 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 entertained that and we talked about it before, I have this story from IndieWire. John Leguizamo calls out non-diverse Super Mario Brothers casting. It's going backwards. For them to go backwards and not cast another actor of color kind of sucks Leguizamo, who starred in the 1993 live-action version of the upcoming animated movie. Let me just explain this very simply. Mario and Luigi are two white plumbers. John Leguizamo is angry that two white guys were cast to play as white plumbers. This is the extent of wokeness in, in, in culture.
2: It sounds like they're making the like uh, far-right position or argument that Italians aren't white.
0: That's what I, that's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Like uh, that's really weird. It is bizarre. It's news to the white Italians.
2: But I've seen that like like far, very far right people will say because of um, proximity, admi- to ad like. proximity to Africa, proximity to Africa, that Italians aren't really white. If that's what you're saying, then I mean, okay, well, like you and Richard Spencer can be buddies. <laughs> but
0: the, here, here's here's the thing. You want to know what this is really about? John Leguizamo played Luigi in 1993, mm-hmm, right? And he wants to play Luigi now. It's a big role. It's big money. And he's mad they're not casting him. So he makes it about race and says it's going backwards, bro. If the argument is that people should only play characters that are their race, then you should be happy that white actors were cast to play white characters. The the, the concern was when you had black characters voiced by white people. No, apparently now the concern is for the the entire time, all these people ever really cared about was empowering themselves Mm -hmm. and making money.
4: As the only person of color here in this room, I think, it's, I think every studio should follow Netflix's uh, protocol and make you know, all the characters uh, as diverse as they possibly can, no matter how ridiculous or absurd it is. And the memes are absolutely hilarious, oh, too. When you it comes the to toast meme? The to- yep, the, oh, the book yeah. says the, they <laughs> cut the white bread, and it's a piece it's of black t- bread. It's I, bread. <laughs> I, I tweeted that one today, too. Uh, but, but yeah, this is just, just people going crazy. I think this is just uh, something highlighting our, our mental health decline, I think a lot of people aren't well. I think this is a perfect example of it. And I think this kind of uh, regurgitation of nonsense is just becoming more and more normalized. And there's some woke companies that actually follow these principles, which is absolutely absurd. Uh, It's stupid. It's discriminatory. It's racist. It's ridiculous.
3: I mean, I think part of it is that the implication is that white people are meant to be secondary or replaceable. I think part of it is you know, to compensate. The, the When I was in college, what I heard regularly was that because white people have traditionally held institutions of power, it's not even that you need to have representation. You need to have overrepresentation representation to compensate, right? So we can't have white Italian mm-hmm. plumbers because they should have always been diverse to make up for the fact. Like, it's such a trap. And at the end of it, you just hear that white culture is not real and fake. Like, I am sure you could get an Italian actor. What was the uh, the mayor of L.A.? He was like, I I am diverse because I am Italian. I identify with the Latino community. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, excuse
3: me? What? Like, there is such an interest in divorcing yourself from Western European culture. Of course. If you can grab at some kind of power. And I think that's because we're repeatedly told that it's supposed to be a race. We're not supposed to see it anymore. Well, then make up for wrongs from the past.
2: Yes, and that's where you get the Rachel Dolezals, right, of... I'm going to essentially, you know, play at a minstrel show because this is how I gain institutional power by pretending that I'm I'm anything but white.
4: Like and Talcum I, X.
2: And Talcom like, X. Or, or yes. Luke.
4: Well, I, hey, hey, I'm officially recognized. I got the paperwork to prove it. But watch out, Tim. From where? S- where did you Slavic, get paperwork? Slavic people are people of color, right? Exactly. I do. Yes. L- L- listen here, Hel- Helen Claire. D- 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 uh, don't you challenge Leroy. me? And, don't I'm you? I'm just say, saying. Leroy. This is getting right. Leroy.
5: As, that, that's racist. As
4: completely
3: the non-minority in the room, I'm just going to say it. I'm. Super, You're the
4: whitest person am, in this room. <laughs> I, All right, you should not have a voice here. I don't
3: know what Serge is doing over there. white. Woman. That's true. He's second in line, and I speak first. As the dominant. voice in this room no i'm just kidding but i i mean i think this is this strange white guilt that we see cultivated Mm -hmm. that it's it's um like he thinks someone will clap him on the back he'll get this media write-up because i mean i don't know maybe this guy is super relevant maybe we hear from him all the time not not
2: recently right
3: so the only time he surfaces when he can denounce casting white people like that seems like a a weird yeah it seems terrible
2: well who's who's gonna um say anything against him in, in the mainstream media nobody this is, he just, he'll just get applauded for this. That's right. the main
4: issue he worries about. How privileged does right. he have to be? How, how lucky does he have to be to live in a world where this is his major issue? This is what he decides to, to, to rally behind. There's so much economic inequality. There's so much horrible things happening with our health. There's so much corruption within our political system. There's so many multinational corporations and big banks screwing everyone over. And this is what your main issue is? Come on, man. Get I a wonder life.
5: what
0: compelled him to star in The Pest*. You ever see that movie? No, I have Nobody knows that reference? Mm-mm. Oh, man. It's more means... movie buffs. buffs.
2: I, I would say, to counter your point, though, Luke, just a little bit, uh, media and culture do actually matter, which is why it's cool that you guys are doing so much of what you are doing. And I think that they're aware of that, and that's why he made the comment that he did, because he is aware on some level that media and culture does matter. And so he has to make his weird virtue signaling
0: statement i'm i'm bringing up this movie as kind of a dig against him because (laughs) like if he wants to act out i'm going to mention that he starred in the film the pest which is like a really really bad late 90s movie that cost eight million dollars and only made 3.6 so uh what's the plot um man i don't remember Was it diverse though i guess he's like
3: did he take uh, a spot away from
2: my he gets gets yeah that's that is the (laughs)
0: operative question what? He gets hunted for sport or something?
2: Because he's white? That would be... That well, would he's I feel like you today. could make that Yeah, now. Today, <laughs> today that would be... The d- funny
0: thing is, like, apparently there's this, this issue because he claims he's Puerto Rican, John Leguizamo, but uh. his dad came out, he's like, he's Colombian.
2: Okay. Yeah. Wasn't, there was a movie about that I thought that came out about a white family being hunted not that long ago.
0: There was that... Actually, it was really good. Uh, the Hunt. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, like, everyone thought the movie was explicitly just, like, conservatives being hunted. But oh the, yeah, that yeah. The film was actually a bit more nuanced than that mm-hmm. and actually was pretty good.
2: Yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. The Not liberals
0: for- were the bad guys.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: like outright just really stupid oh, right. and evil mm-hmm. and they end up I'll give you, I'll spoil it for everybody cuz uh, I think
2: it's been out for a few years, right. it's probably
0: okay. So the trailer made it seem like conservatives get hunted by liberals. You watch the film, the liberals are clearly the villains and they kidnap incorrectly some woman because they had bad information. So not only were they evil for trying to hunt and kill like middle Americans who just happen to be conservative, the main character happens to have been incorrectly kidnapped and they try murdering her. And then in the end, even though the woman knows like, whoops, you're trying to kill an innocent person, the liberal man still wants to. So it's like they're outright just the bad guys. So I was like, actually, you know.
2: Do you think that people who saw that movie were able
0: to catch on to the message? They're explicitly the bad guys. It's like, she's and a doesn't, woman...
2: That doesn't necessarily mean people understood it, she, unfortunately. So it's like,
0: she, she, her and her friends... I mean, I think it was well done. Her and her... She, they're having a text group, mm-hmm. and then someone posts a joke about eating babies or something, and then it gets leaked, and then a conspiracy theory forms about it. So they decide they're going to murder... They're going to kidnap and murder anyone who believes the conspiracy. They end up grabbing a woman of the same name as someone else online. Mm. She's totally innocent and has nothing to do with anything. It's not political at all. And then she ends up killing them all.
2: Mm.
0: So, like... I think it was actually well done. She's like, you got the wrong person. I don't care about any of this. She's like, I just want to go home. But you know, I thought it was, uh, I actually thought it was, it, may, maybe the criticism still stands that like at a time when there's this much political division, we shouldn't put out movies that are like that. But it was not a movie where the message overtly was, ha go hunt and kill conservatives. Mm. But that's what the trailer made it look like. So maybe they could have done a better job. Right. Yeah. You know, maybe but, John, John Leguizamo could act in part two of that. I there guess. you go. There you go. Here's a job for you yeah but they got everyone talking about it so they got everyone Right? no they cancelled it remember though like they, oh. they yeah they, they they pulled it and then then later on they said okay we're gonna bring the movie back
2: yeah I don't remember that part of it I remember hearing about it even Trump yeah. was
0: tweeting about it what better way to promote a movie
4: than well, have right. the president of the United States tweet at it
2: well now he can't do that anymore well, yes. so. <laughs> well,
3: is the verb truth he truths about it he truths it? I believe mm. yeah why did yeah, he yeah, not, look, look. It yeah, not it, it Trumpet originally it was gonna
0: be September 27th and then they said they were cancelling it and then later they brought it back uh, March 13th hmm yeah yeah it made money 14 million dollar budget 42.8 uh, million dollar revenue
2: well yeah again the the tactic worked then for one one reason or another
0: yeah there you go anyway <laughs> bit of an aside <laughs> yeah it's an aside uh watch the movie there you go
3: what other movies should we watch you have a um going into the weekend what, what are your recommendations
0: going into the weekend uh, it's 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 uh wakanda forever Obviously. Because it's funny how the woke people are like, yay, this movie's so good. And I'm like, this movie so is like, like super. Yeah, it's, it's, but, but like, so the that first. The problem
2: with the first one, with the, the first, nationalism.
0: The fir, but it was, the first one was a, a patriarchal, ultra-nationalist country, ethnocentric, ethno, ethno-nationalist. Mm-hmm. In order to rule, you had to win trial by combat and, and be a man. Women weren't allowed to rule. And then the villain was basically an ethno supremacist who wanted to use their superior weapons to take over the world for their race. It's like that's that's an interesting narrative. It the, was. The good guy was Trump, the bad guy was Hitler, and then you have part two, where this powerful nation wants to mind its own business, and then Mexicans are crossing through the river into the country, wreaking havoc. I'm like, who are they making this movie for?
3: Who is the writer for this movie? I need to know <laughs> oh, no, man. who is sitting there like, uh-huh, okay, and what should we do next? Okay.
0: We shouldn't have Namor be Atlantean because of copyright issues. Let's have him be Mexican. And then he breaks into Wakanda, for some reason, a landlocked nation, by crossing that's the river. That's
3: a border wall. Well, no, 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 like, I don't know what it is. Oh,
0: that's funny. It was over copyright reasons that he couldn't be from Atlantis. They, I, I guess the issue was, uh, Brett from Pop Culture Crisis was telling me this, that uh, they didn't want to pay the original creator or oh. like, his estate. So by substantively changing Namor to Namor, which was, uh, mm. he was the child without love.
2: Right. So in Spanish, okay. she
0: was like, "My enemies call me Namor. Oh, it's like, okay, mm. dude, no, your enemies don't call you that. <laughs> One guy called you that five hundred years ago.
3: You're cringing over there. Yeah, that's
2: laugh. all. I didn't understand. I didn't know about that part. But this is why I don't watch these movies, and I don't watch. I don't watch Lord. Of- or what is it? Rings of Power. I, w- I will no. watch um, other people on YouTube do five-hour-long reviews of them for sure because uh-huh. yeah. I find I, that entertaining. I have
0: to imagine though, with like Black Panther you'll end up with white identitarians and the woke identitarians sitting in the theater together cheering for the same messages I like, saw
2: that with the first one on you know like the four, on 4chan when the first one came out there were people you know the people who self-identify as Nazis being like oh we love this this is great we've got this ultra nationalistic movie great
0: and they're all cheering for it and they yes, love it yes and then they're doing that uh, that, that University of California Santa Barbara is mm. doing a black only screen. Right. There could be some like CIA reverse
4: psychology here, because if you look at a lot of mainline movies, it's usually going against the big evil government or the multinational corporation or some kind of evil villain that wants to reduce the Earth's population for the greater good. I, I think there might be some kind of psyops here, just again, speculating here totally out of nowhere, uh, of, of them just being like, you know, we're going to put this in your head just so you don't see it in real life, potentially. I think, I think there's something to think what about What are they that.
3: trying to put in your head?
4: Um, or, or they're trying to, 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 you know, put that well, satisfaction I'll, I'll, I'll of rebellion you... in your head so no, it no, doesn't no. come to fruition in real life, mm-hmm. right? I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. Because that's like V for Vendetta. All the movies mm-hmm. are like this. There's a show,
0: we talked about this on a members-only uh, show. The Matrix, too. There's, well. a, there's a show called The Good Fight. They did an episode, I think it was the finale, where a character based on Milo Yiannopoulos accuses Ron DeSantis by name yeah. of sexual assault. And in the show... They are saying over and over again, Ron DeSantis is accused, and here's what the guy's saying. And I thought it was interesting, so we Googled Ron DeSantis, the good fight. And what do you find? It's so weird. Ron DeSantis has many interviews where he says, I'm going to keep fighting the good fight. Hmm. It just so happens a show called The Good Fight comes out where Ron DeSantis is accused of sexual assault. So what happens now when you Google search Ron DeSantis, the good fight? What a vile (laughs) psyop. You see posts about sexual assault. Yeah. And so maybe it's all just one big coincidence, but man was that very perfect. Yeah, that that wasn't the craziest aspect of the entire episode.
4: At the end, Donald Trump runs to be president of the United States. And the whole and this is before he announced, but but the whole premise of the episode is a terrorist attack by right-wingers that are surrounding this black uh, lawyer uh, firm. There's 20,000 of them outside, and then they stage an attack on them that's going to assassinate all of them as they're shooting machine guns uh, into their building.
0: And that was actually happening in the show. That's that's the plot of
4: the show. The plot of the show is that they're working, and these uh, th- they wore the same outfits as the Patriot Front. And there's twenty thousand of them outside in Chicago, causing riots everywhere. And then they stage an attack where they, uh, you know, make sure that they block all the exits, and then they go on the roof and start shooting and trying to assassinate all the children and workers inside of this predominantly all black lawyer what office. What year is this supposed to be taking place? In? This is the last episode of this series that came out of the. And it's they- it's it's the same it's the same episode as the DeSantis episode.
0: Right. I, I know. Yeah. Are these episodes standalone? I have no idea. Like, like, is it, a, is it an anthology show where every episode is its own contained little mini film? I, I think it's a series that continues along like, the how same do kind you, of premise. How do, you, how do you do a season after that? I think that was their season finale. I know, but yeah. like the start of the next season is like, so after like Civil War started. I, th- I think it's during a Civil War. Anyway, my, my point is, I think they do these things in media uh, because like, there's that famous line from Tina Fey where she said, I can see Russia from my house. And then what happened was a bunch of liberals started saying, Sarah Palin said she could see Russia from her house. No, that was Tina Fey. Sarah Palin said, actually, from the westernmost point of Alaska, you can see Russian territory. We have to negotiate with Russia because of the strait and trade routes, which is actually an excellent point when you're running for office and explaining that you have to negotiate with Russia now. And then Tina Fey made fun of her in a way that made no sense. And now these people believe that was the actual quote.
2: So it's called the primacy effect. In terms of uh, whatever people see first Mm -hmm. is what they tend to believe. And when you have mass media versus some news, individual news report, people believe what they see first and tend to hold on to that information even after it has been corrected. Mm -hmm. So one of the like really, I guess if you want to go along with all of the beliefs about how bad fake news is, the real problem with fake news, such as it does exist, is that it doesn't matter. There's several studies on this. It doesn't matter if you update the news article; people will remember what they read first. There's a competing theory called the recency effect that people will remember whatever they heard most recently. However, it has far less robust support within the data. The primacy effect is what we see very consistency, very consistently. Excuse me, that whatever people hear first or see first sticks within their mind, and that's what they recall.
4: Yep. So, Is yeah, there like an life. emotional bond because of that uh, first initial reaction?
2: It could. There could be an emotional aspect to it, but it's more that people are just taking in information, going, okay, this is interesting or funny. And if you make it funny, by the way, it's it called instructional humor processing theory. And what that finds is that if you're trying to teach something, teach something to anybody, make it funny because it increases recall.
0: I love the uh, conspiracy theory that the government funds movies to block conspiracy theories, like Men in Black, for instance. Mm-hmm. The conspiracy theory is that Men in Black are real, so they make a movie about it that's very exaggerated and silly. So that way, if anyone ever says, I was visited by Men in Black, they go, like, the movie? Oh, and It's an episode of
2: Stargate on. SG-1, like that wormhole extreme. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. We actually had Corin here last week. It was super cool. <gasps> that's we awesome. talked about it. So uh, actually, the episode of Cast Castle we did was Ian is convinced that Corin is actually Jonas Quinn. <laughs> okay. And then that's, that's basically the premise. It's like... It was funny, because when we were writing it, I was like, that's actually an episode of of Stargate SG-1. Mm-hmm. Wormhole Extreme is a TV show, because like this, yeah, anyway.
2: And, and Supernatural, that was a plot line in Supernatural, where God was... Actually sending divine messages to some kooky guy who wrote books about the actual characters in the show and et cetera, et cetera. So several shows have played with this.
1: Yeah.
4: You were telling us about uh, a lot of different theories that you were studying and looking into before we started the show. Mm -hmm. What's one of the most interesting study that you looked into when it comes to psychology and our current kind of of modern-day society.
2: That's such a massive
4: question. I know, I know. I like to ask Uh, these questions.
2: Well, my favorite ones are mostly deal with parasociality and studying of the Internet, how people form fake relationships that they feel are very real with people online. And this can also include characters from media where because we didn't evolve in a mediated environment... It's very difficult for people to be able to delineate what is a real interaction from what is a fake or pseudo or parasocial interaction. I love that it's a whole broad field, but I, the parasociality stuff, and particularly now when we have this constant interaction with Twitter and people feel like they know Donald Trump or they feel like they know X Y Z person, that that can have some very harmful effects as well. Because, well, what if your internet friend? Uh, doesn't respond in, in turn and there's tons of research that's become very very popular almost to the point of bringing it up is probably trite at this point but I, it's I've cool heard a
3: lot of it uh mm-hmm. referred to with uh family vloggers and oh, yeah. like the concept of putting your kid in danger because people think they have a uh, paras- they have a parasocial relationship mm-hmm. with your child who doesn't know anything about it because the concept of the internet is difficult when you're
2: five the, the idea of family vlogging is horrifying to me mm-hmm. because you're putting the child out there and exposing them to this constant deluge of media exposure before they're able to form any kind of sense of self so Or consent. Or yeah. they, they certainly can't consent.
4: Yeah. yeah, human beings aren't built to be okay with social media. They, no. they, they aren't built to deal with so much attention, so much feedback, so much comments, so much interactions all at once. We used to be small tribes. That's what our body and mental state is used to, to being. And I yes. think this is one reason why we're seeing such a huge... Uh, increase of mental health... Well, the uh, dopamine the system
2: is fried. The dopamine yeah. system... It actually the prolonged exposure to this kinds of stuff constantly, day after day after day. It causes the parts of your brain that produce and regulate dopamine to become eventually unable to continue to produce it at the same level. So people become, just like any other addiction, they become addicted to the substance, in this case dopamine, hit oh, a like, you know, retweet on Twitter, that kind of thing. At some point, your brain cannot keep stimulating you and feeding you the positive feedback chemical that you want from it and then it actually physically shrinks in size your parts of your brain physically shrink in size because it cannot keep doing this but you also need more as your body is
0: less able to provide it can you like inject dopamine sure, surely I do. like i mean like not like yeah. does, does it have, does it have the same effect i wouldn't
2: i haven't read any studies on that but uh, i would assume so that probably will probably be like the next big thing like, like
4: adrenochrome
2: yeah you gotta get the adrenochrome but I, I would with meta the proposal of meta and and that vr stuff it's now every single human sense is being stimulated your dopamine systems the whole dopaminergic system is going to be fried for people and there's going to be no way for them to get the dopamine that they are so craving because their own body can't produce it anymore yeah. and, and once
3: your brain shrinks sorry uh-huh. once your brain shrinks there's no coming back it can
2: yeah sure so
3: like is there a treatment for disconnect ah no (laughs) well it's the same thing with any other addiction
2: More or 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 less. less. Yeah.
4: Well, well, also, there's also very uh, negative effects, especially when it comes to online pornography. Mm -hmm. And I think also with uh, things like TikTok uh, becoming more and more popular, this is kind of the larger uh, symptom of a society getting sicker and sicker, needing a quicker dopamine, needing a quicker fix, needing a quicker stimulation, uh, just more and more uh, quicker, 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 uh, faster, faster, faster.
2: TikTok is completely exemplary of that in that it's five to ten seconds get my stimulus and my output and i'm good to, to go and now next 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 and it never stops
1: yeah.
5: step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chompa Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
5: Where do you
4: see this going? Where Where is society heading and, and where's the crash? Well, and how does it look like?
2: Well, in the, the experiments they did with rats, which is always a good way to start a sentence when you talk about the future of society, in the studies that have been done with rats, for example, they put an um, electrode uh, in the pleasure center of the brain in rats, and they gave them a little button, and they could just sit there and push the button. Uh, to stimulate the the pleasure center of the brain. They found that, much as with the Rat Utopia experiment, after a while, they stopped eating, they stopped reproducing, they stopped having sex, they stopped cleaning themselves, uh, to the point where they would just sit there and press the button over and over again until they'd essentially die. So there's the horrifying, there's the really horrifying potential future, but uh, let's go meta, right?
4: Thank goodness Man. that company's failing. Thank goodness they're <laughs> losing so much money. Don't go in the pods. Don't, don't, don't put on the VR but, but, set, please. Like, just
0: imagine not knowing. Mm-hmm. what. Like Accomplishment is what drives us, right? Mm-hmm. Getting more likes. We're, we, we're, we're like feeling a connection to something happening, but it really is just that dopamine release.
2: There's two, two forms of pleasure that exist. Um, it's eudaimonia and hedonia. Hedonia is pure physical pleasure, just a feeling good. Eudaimonia is a sense of meaningfulness, and that's what we're losing.
0: But so, like, I'm imagining if there was a button that could stimulate your brain, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't know why it was good. You would just be like, this is great for some reason, and just keep smashing the button. It's called TikTok. Yeah,
2: Yeah. it is. That's it. But my point is,
0: on TikTok, they do. They're like, I'm seeing someone dance. I'm seeing some social interaction. Yeah, but do they remember
4: it when they get consumed so much information so quickly, uh, one, one thing after another thing, after another thing? Do they really remember it?
2: The recall is not, not the part of it that matters. It's the instantaneous dopaminergic stimulation. And again, what's, what's that's all the hedonia, the eudaimonia, which are things like, again, it's commonly called meaningfulness of a feeling of accomplishment, a feeling of having done something that's bigger than yourself. I When we look, there's longitudinal studies on human happiness. And we find produces longitudinal human happiness is not pleasure, it's hedonia it's having children it's having a home it's raising a family it's having relationships meaningful ones with other people and that's not dopaminergically stimulating
0: we're gonna go to super chats if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends and become a member at timcast.com i want to point out something really quick elon musk's twitter poll currently with 3.13 million votes Donald Trump is winning his election on Twitter with 58% to 42. And that is very significant because Twitter is more left-wing than right-wing. There are more leftist active users than right-wing active users, according to tons of different studies and different data. This means there are a lot of people on there who are like, yeah, he shouldn't have been banned. So considering that fact, if y'all have Twitter, you should go on to Elon's account and vote for Trump to be reinstated. Someone pointed out that because of the size of Elon's audience, these polls are statistically significant
5: oh, or, or it's meaningful. It's statistically
2: significant with 500.
0: Yeah. But depending, <laughs> on, depending on where, it's, it's, yeah. it's hard to know if, if you're doing 500 people, like, where are you targeting and who are these people? Mm-hmm. But with 3.1 million, yeah. well, with 116 million total reach and 3.1 million, you can take, in, take into consideration the current time of day. And then you can say it, it will likely be this, uh, uh, this region, United States. He, he just posted a few hours ago, so it's going to hit West Coast to East Coast. Might not hit, you know, well, actually, yeah, I think it'll hit the entirety, even Alaska and Hawaii. So it matters. All right, let's read some super chats. Knuckle says Twitter runs on Amazon AWS. Elon doesn't want parlored." That's right. Yeah, they'll get their servers nuked. What do we got here? OMG Puppy says, we should be upset about Democrats blackmailing advertisers to bankrupt Twitter. Elon needs support and time to make changes. Now is not the time for perfection, enemy of the good stuff. My point is, I totally get all that, but why insult Alex Jones' fans? Why insult the the, the uh, culture warriors who believe in free speech? He could have just avoided the, the subject, or he could have just been like, there's a lot more we have to work through before we unban everybody we'll see what happens you know what I mean Yamabushi says why do I even bother clicking notify on this show anymore YouTube literally never lets me know when the show starts and uh, technically every episode should be trending but uh, you know that's just the way it goes has it ever trended
3: like how long has it been
0: I actually think we may have trended uh, early on Mm -hmm. Uh, we were trending maybe a couple times and then you know we get political and then not so much anymore (laughs) Yeah, that's how it goes Yeah, I got a notification today. I will add, though, uh, this this past month is the biggest month we've ever had in terms of viewership on this channel. So that's cool. Yep. Jim Bob says, Kathy did the bloody Trump head that is far worse than what Alex did. Absolutely vile. I won't back Elon anymore over this. Tim, this is all exhausting. I hear you, but uh, I don't think the answer is necessarily completely turn around that's what i was saying i'll pull back and be like okay 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 hold on there a minute i'm willing to put some money into this twitter to see if he can get it right but and i understand the difficulty with alex jones but the too bad no uh i don't like that i don't like that at all it, it, it's 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 all or nothing man raymond g stanley jr says crystal ball don't expect a billionaire to save you agreed yep yep Dread Max says, if Twitter is predominantly lefties, how does Trump have a 62% favorable vote? Well, it's down to 58%, but yes, agreed. Good point. Because uh, because they like Trump.
2: He's funny. On Twitter, he was hilarious. Even if he was, you know, uh, I brought up instructional humor processing theory, but there's also several theories of humor, which illustrate that you have to violate it's called an expectancy violation. You have to say something unexpected or crazy or whatever to actually make people laugh. That's A big key element of humor and if you can only say predictable things then people won't laugh at it and if that's what elon thinks twitter is about is being funny which is what he said no trump no funny Well,
0: accurate information
2: well that too i guess yeah
0: waffle sense this is very important question hannah claire did you finish tokyo drift yet
3: no for those who don't know i have to watch all of the fast and furious movies not
0: tokyo drift
3: I don't Not know. Good. The agreement is I have to watch all of them. It turns out that's like nineteen hours of my life. I've only watched two. This became a What wager, kind of like, agreement
0: is this?
4: It was what? like they to had to get to the, get, deal movie with the devil it, ever. Yeah,
3: I it's Brett and Mary. That's who they we're forced talking about. you? It's um they had they had to get to um um like eleven or twenty five crisis parties in one show. And oh, yeah. they managed that and That's crazy. Now I have to invest a lot of time. I have not watched Tokyo Drift. I will do it eventually. I actually don't watch a lot of movies, so this is extremely hard. I think I'm gonna have to watch them all in one weekend.
0: I I don't think you got to watch Tokyo Drift because it's outside of the like the series, but it, it loops back in. The character does re-enter the franchise later. A deal's a deal, Heidi. Don't let the people down, <laughs>
3: Liam. You were never a part of this. Just calm down. No, I feel okay. like I have to honor it. Pop culture works really hard, and it's cool. I guess that their fans are devoted what, enough what to uh, torture What me. I don't
0: understand is that you guys are using real names. Like, at this point, just call them lob, Lobless. Hey. I said ha. Lord. Tom,
3: you're not a part of this. <laughs> yeah, Tom. <laughs> get out now. of here,
0: Tom. Whole lore. <laughs>
3: Theodore, you're not a Theodore. part of this. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> Hayden says, Jones put a response video to Elon saying not to bring him back. Jones' response was great. I get it, but I feel, also feel like Alex has to say that. You know, I, what, you brought it up, right, Luke? Like, yeah. if he came out and he was like, screw you, Elon, like, well, he's never coming back then, you know? Mm-hmm. Old Stick Key Taint says, voting for Trump's unbanning is a smart move, forced these advertisers to, just, to justify why they want to poll advertisements when the majority of their target audience wants him on. Mm,
2: yeah. I, I think they've proven they're clearly uh, ideological way past this point, that money doesn't matter as much as the message.
3: Well, and I would love if that was how it worked. You do the poll, Trump's ahead... But didn't, didn't we all just talk about the fact that Elon yeah. was like, these polls are not good because of the bots.
5: Yeah, Like, right. yep. we can't do no, this no. until
3: the bots are purged. So really, purge Elon should bots. be focusing on the one thing he needs to do, which is purge the bots.
0: Larry made that point. Well. <laughs> uh, SC Federale says, where the F is Ian? Milo is self-absorbed. You guys drug Ian without a mic afterward. Dirty. I knew I shouldn't sob. Give him a mic, friends. Uh, who's Ian? Yeah, I never heard
3: I'm of him. Ian now. <laughs> e- Ian
0: who? You mean Ian Clare? Ian Brimler? Claire.
3: It's me. Uh
0: Ian, he and Claire Berman. <laughs> the thing is like
3: Ian and I had this big fight in the parking lot and I won and I get the chair. So
0: Yeah, um, that's how it works. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. we have a we have a, a boxing ring outside. Poor Bear. guy's crying. <laughs> well, yeah. he needs to, he needs to train more, you know. Yeah, I know. I've been trying. Speaking of that, Jeffrey Max says so happy to see Hannah Clare. Please have her on more. Oh well, there you go.
3: Tim, I'm the poll is winning. They want me back. Thank you so much. That's really nice.
4: This is why the potato man's not here. He got beat.
3: I'm a really good boxer. I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah,
4: I've been I've been training. Survival of the fittest.
3: No, I actually love doing the show. It's been fun. Uh, and also, when you are on the news team, it's interesting to be here because every time, like, I'll watch the show in the green room and I'll be like, I know that article. Oh, oh, I know who are that. Like, you get it's like inside baseball, I guess.
0: Stinky Whistleteats says Elon's apparent indifference to censorship wasn't really shocking. Now Jordan Peterson's tweets calling for it was truly shocking and depressing. Yeah. Yeah, did you happen to see them? No, what did he say?
2: Um he he basically called for a, like a
0: getting rid okay. of the plebs yes. and punishing
4: the plebs and making sure that they can't troll people which is ridiculous yeah, yeah
2: he's, it was really awful he's like I'm so tired of the th-. he said like you know, the nasty mean trolls on Twitter that yeah. are awful it, it, like, was, it was
4: very elitist of, it was um, very elitist I mean the and, people at the Daily Wire might be getting to him
2: and asking for re- in return what was done to him which you know yeah. I, this is eye for an eye stuff that I don't think is the way you want to go with it But yeah. well,
0: when he said consign the anonymous narcissists and psychopaths to troll hell yeah that one is I that think that was it, if was you're gonna
4: go after any, anyone the most vile people are the verified people or the big <laughs> corporate media accounts are the you know leftists that call for people to die and show people's heads on a stake and can those just those, away those, those it. are vile people the anonymous people they're, they're not that bad compared to the, the 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 really bad
0: people out there chuck taylor says a special counsel was appointed today how is that not the lead story because so what a special counsel got appointed yeah for what reason Trump had some classified documents and he had plenary plenary declassification power? Waste of my time. Sorry, I, I don't know. Not to be dismissive.
2: What, no, it's it's been this. It's the same thing being repeated ad nauseum at this point.
0: But it's like it's not an impeachment. There's no. nothing substantive here. The special counsel goes nowhere. It's a waste of everyone's time. Trump has the ability has the ability to declassify whatever he wants. He apparently just had the folders anyway, which still are classified. But it's just like, do I care about this? He was the president.
3: Right. I mean, the story there is just Trump declares bid for Mm re-election and they're like, actually, we've really got to buckle down on this investigation that we've had for like a year and a half.
2: But again, is anyone surprised by that?
3: No.
0: Pinochet's helicopter tour says, Tim, it goes both ways. Elon can out every one of these corporations and advertisers subverting the people's constitutional rights. ESG is to blame here. And he should. Didn't Elon say something about doing that? Making known every corporation or something that, that you know. I think so. Maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe, I'm, maybe someone else remember.
2: did. Yeah, I don't recall.
0: But Elon, you know what I would do? If a corporation was like, we don't want these people on the platform. i like, okay, here's what I'll do for you. I will take your company's logo and default it on the page of those people you don't like. Hmm. That's it.
2: Yeah, why not? There you go.
0: You, wh- wh- what is it? Isn't Yelp accused of doing something like that where if you don't sign up, they'll put the negative reviews at the top.
2: Well, it's, it's kind of just a, a ridiculous sort of um, demand in the first place because it's like, I mean, would this happen on traditional um, you know, media as if like, oh, you have somebody on or, or some show on that, that a corporation doesn't 100% agree with so they're going to they demand that that show, that person, that episode be pulled. I guess it does work sometimes, but it, it's it's a big ask, and it depends, I guess, on the corporation.
3: I mean, didn't it happen to Tucker Carlson? A bunch of his editors pulled out? They
2: did, but but Fox News didn't get rid of him, and that was a lot of people. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it would be it would be as if there was one very special episode of, I don't know, pick Full House or something, where then... You know, somebody uh, got canceled in the future and they hadn't yet pulled the episode. And then advertisers say we will not run our ads on um, whatever said network because of this thing that happened in the past.
0: So J- Jim Bob says, Tim, would you kindly give me an Ian crystal? Jim Bob. Here's what I'll do I am going to write down Jim Bob and uh, go to the latest members only videos, comment that you would like an Ian crystal. I will then instruct the team to seek out your comment, reach out to you and then send you an Ian crystal. Look. Of course, pending Ian's approval to send out one of the crystals. I do don't like it. I
3: get to Just don't like it. <laughs> do I get to pick which one goes out?
0: No no Ian probably will, I guess. They're his, so.
3: Well, fair.
0: Technically I got him out of a big barrel at um Where were we? Yeah, we were, no stealing Harley. We we're at some gorge in West Virginia. It was really cool. A uh, new river? Uh maybe. New oh. rivers with a huge bridge. No, no, there was no huge, huge bridge. I can't remember what it was, but there was like a little shop and they sold the, they had a barrel full of rocks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, Ian likes rocks, so I filled a bag up of rocks, bought them, and then he was like, "Oh, cool rocks. It's great.
3: Someone dressed up as Ian in our office for Halloween and walked <laughs> up to me and handed me a crystal, and I was like, oh, "It's happening, <laughs> okay.
0: David Toronto says couldn't pay me 20 grand to, to go see Taylor Swift. Well, then I won't. I I, 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 don't, I don't know, David. I mean, come on. It's like a couple hours.. 20 <laughs>
3: a lot of money too. yeah and, like
0: sit there for a couple hours
3: that's my favorite tweets were the ones that was like the taylor swift you wanted ticket you wanted so badly was just bought by some dad who's only heard of her like one song yeah that's true
0: runaway 25 production says carl sagans i have a foreboding a foreboding called all of this for foreboding feeling especially the low iq stuff you ever see that that speech he gave where he talked about the future and like what was going to happen
2: no, I don't. He's like so. just talking about
0: pleasure and stuff, and how mm-hmm. people are going to get sucked in, and something like that. It's been a while since I saw it. It's kind of like a sort of like an idiocracy take almost. Mm-hmm. Heron Gaming News says, "I live with a mild, cognitively delayed. I I misses out on my formative years due to a tumor. It's frustrating trying to learn, and people think I can't when I just need extra help. Bummer. Yeah, I can relate. Mr. McJones says it's called the baby still face experiment. Man, it's horrifying though. You know." Those babies were freaking out. Imagine what what it was like to have your kid in a mask, not seeing anyone's face, not knowing Mm -hmm. how to develop socially for what, two years or what? Nearly three. Nearly three years.
2: It depends on how personally devoted to the cause the parent was, right?
3: And and I'd argue the area that you live in, right? It's not just the parent's face. The parent's face is really important for expression, but uh, presumably missing out on interacting with other children. Absolutely. They're not developing a lot of social skills, which, you know... Children need stimulation. And interestingly
2: enough, then, as you brought up, which is interesting, the the area, the brain drain, such as it is, is going to be most severe in in the left leaning liberal areas.
0: JD Jones says Trump poll looks like a bot test to see if he solved that problem. Interesting. What if, you know, when he tweeted, we shouldn't go to war with you, we shouldn't be at war Mm. with Russia or whatever, and then he saw everyone was like, yes, we should, he said, okay, there's bots. Mm. Maybe he did something behind the scenes, does this poll, and now it's pro Trump, and he's like, those are the real people.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but he would be talking about what he did. No, he wouldn't. At least,
4: but, but now anyone paying attention is like, hey, he said there's a whole bunch of bots on here now he, he, that that are messing up the polls. Yeah. Now he's running a poll.
0: At least... We're yeah. speculating.
3: He's going to
2: need no, like... No, no, not It's come his, his own words.
0: He's not going to come out and say, hey, guys, I'm tricking you.
2: No, yeah, that would ruin the experiment, right. obviously.
0: Yeah. yeah. Do, do you know how he caught the leaker from Tesla? Do you see this viral video? No. How? Uh, like in 2008... With somebody was leaking yeah somebody was leaking uh, emails and information from Tesla so what he did was they sent out a company-wide email and then in actuality everyone got an individualized oh, email yeah. with a double space randomly placed somewhere in the email so they thought it was a company-wide email they all look the same then they waited for the email to leak saw where the double space was and knew exactly mm. who, who, who had received that email so he plays games like he, he, he's, he's, he does these experiments. He's not going to tell you what he's doing. Maybe maybe later he will, but he's, it's possible. He's going
3: to have to post a video or he's holding like his phone up with the date and time before he puts the poll up being like, this is a test. I can prove it. Well, right.
2: If you are doing a data manipulation or you're, doing, you're conducting a, natu- a natural experiment, you can't let your subjects know that you're conducting an experiment. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, when you sign up to take a study at, or do research at a university, you have to sign off and say, yes, I know I'm doing this, blah, blah, blah. But you don't. In fact, a lot of times when we do studies, we'll intentionally throw in bogus variables. um, So to lead the participant to think that we're studying something that we're not studying so that they get confused and think it's about that.
0: I'll give you an example. There's a really funny video I watched a long time ago where somebody, they bring people into a room Mm -hmm. and they tell them, you're going to do a study, so fill out this paperwork. While they're filling out the paperwork, they blow smoke under the door. Hmm. And then Mm -hmm. the people think that the act you have to trick the person if you told them we're doing a fire you know repaired in a study they'd be like okay it would change their their reaction Mm -hmm. the funny thing is when they would blow the smoke under the door and it was just one person by themselves they would go to the door feel it feel the knob and then start yelling there's a fire there's a fire something's going on when they put three people in the room and blow smoke under the door people would see the smoke look at each other yes and then go back to writing their papers
2: yep they're looking for social feedback. Yeah. I and mean, that's that same thing with, um, the, the citation is escaping me right now, but where they basically found that if someone is killed in front of you, unless one person elects to decide to go help, the other people will just kind of stand there and let it yep. happen.
0: The, the other thing too is uh, little kids, if they fall, usually they don't cry. Uh, oh, I've heard this. If you're, if you have a little kid and they get hurt, you don't act panic or worried. Mm-hmm. You laugh and say, oh, you fell. Yeah, I- because if you go, oh, no, oh, no, then they start crying, like yes. something bad happened. I mean,
3: this was sort of a popular trend on, I think, TikTok for a little while. Parents would be like holding their kid and walk through a doorway and like yes. hit, hit it with their hand. Yeah. And the kid couldn't see it. And they'd be like, oh, my gosh, are you OK? And the baby would start crying. The baby did Whoa. not hit yep. the door, but the baby is taking the feedback from you that it mm-hmm. has gotten hurt.
0: That's creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't do that on TikTok for that. There's you don't want to have...
3: experiment on children for social media? No. I don't understand, Tom. Oh, what could go wrong? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Dave's Kitchen Corner says there was an episode of the Orville where they visited a planet where they would upvote, downvote people. Anyone that got 10 million downvotes was imprisoned. Not a good direction to go. And a society like that, nobody would want to be famous. That was a Black
2: Mirror episode as well. Where it was the, uh, you had a social credit score and at some point she couldn't like rent a car or do
0: anything. We're we're heading there. Coming soon to the United States. Right. That's why they banned people. I mean, Alex Jones, his, his social credit score is like zero. And that's what happens. Yeah. Granted, there's only so much you can do because that dude's famous. Like, I really don't see a scenario ever where Alex Jones will be destitute. Yeah. He may not be as rich as he once was, you know. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says that would be a great cop show. Lewis and Ha.
3: (laughs) I'm excited. Let's do it.
0: Outdoors with the Morgans says when it crumbles, I will trade lumber and firewood for eggs. Bought land in West Virginia for the same reasons as you. If you come visit, password to the high ground compound is, it's Tim, don't shoot. LOL. (laughs) I'll remember that password, but I think everybody else will too. Some like super tall fat guy is going to be like, it's Tim, don't shoot. You're like, okay, hey, Tim, come on in. What do we got? People mentioning Elon polling Trump's reinstatement. We'll just remind everybody of that so you can go vote on it flutz q says you should rename chicken city to sugma cocktown it's an anagram for censorship Uh (laughs) uh-huh sugma i found 182 acres i think it was for like 200 grand or something oh wow yeah so we can we can make the ligma johnson woodland preserve ligma johnson woodland preserve preservation woodland yeah Yeah, sweet not too far away it's like probably two hours west of Washington, D.C. or Baltimore. Mm. And then, uh, you know, people can hang out in the lush greenery of Ligma Johnson. That'd be yeah. great.
3: So would you keep your campaign going in Scotland or would you like reserve? Well, we don't self? really
0: care about the Scotland thing. That's like we have a sponsor. Yeah. And it would be funny if there was a Lord Ligma Johnson who for some reason owned 50,000 square feet in yeah, Scotland. Right. But if we actually get this plot of land, we can create a public park pres- preserve, you know, called Ligma Johnson. Woodland pres- Preservation. Yeah,
4: with, uh, Lake
0: Titicaca and, uh, you know, the, the Seymour... Lake Balzanya. Seymour Butts Trail. Mm. It's, so. But yes, we should name everything that. But we'll put up a sign saying Lake Balzanya, you know. and uh, uh, that, Work th- with the, that,
3: children. Right?
0: <laughs> Seymour Butts. It's but, called but, intellectuals. B-U-T-T-E-S. Sure
3: it is, Lee. Calm down.
0: Steve Jones says freedom from consequences is BS. The idea of the First Amendment is to exercise it without consequence. Yep.
2: Right. As long Absolutely. as you're not. That's even free the, speech. Yes. E- even the, the, the yelling fire in a crowded movie theater thing is largely a myth. It yeah. is.
0: Yep. So. Casey Dennison says Namor is based in the comics. Friends with Spider Man and Doctor Doom. Interesting moral and philosophical in the comics.
2: Yeah. He also just like doesn't care about anybody's feelings whatsoever. He is oh. pretty based.
0: And <laughs> he has, like he has wings on his one? feet.
2: Hmm? He he has, yeah, wings. The little that
0: that I actually really uh, did like that when he was the fight scenes in Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever. It was cool how they had him like he was basically jumping oh, on the air. They left that
2: part accurate. How interesting is that? <laughs> what it's
0: like in the comics? How he flies or whatever?
2: Yeah, he's got little wings on his feet. It's but just, like, it's cute. He doesn't. That's fl- what they, he doesn't fly
0: up. He like jumps on the air basically. Oh, yeah, it was cool.
2: Again, just interesting what they are able to leave in, I guess, for yeah. copyright reasons.
0: Wings on his feet. <laughs> People were complaining, I guess, said the actor was a dad bod hero or something. <laughs> I don't know. The weird thing is they were like, the, the, the fact that th- th- in this article from the, from the Inquirer, they're cheering for, for Namor in this movie. He's an outright villain. He's like a, yeah. a, is a genocidal maniac who wants to murder everybody. He's basically Killmonger. And they're like, he's an antihero. Uh, no, he's a bad guy. He invades Wakanda for no reason. And the funny thing is, Wakanda's a landlocked nation. So like, why did he go there? And how did he get there? He's like in Mexico and he can swim just there, like really quick. I guess they ride whales. That's the other thing about. Oh them.
2: right! Yeah, don't ask questions. Just consume yeah. product and get excited for next product. Is that yeah. how
3: the comics were? Like, did they make more sense or? Yeah, I feel like I don't really watch all <laughs> well, the stuff. He's too the intensely. king of Atlantis, but you. But, it, but he it, really wants that landlocked country. No, this is just stuff that's made up.
2: the The Marvel movies are almost all just completely novel stuff that. Um, uh, they've made up for the films. They're not really generally. Some of them are more based on the comics like the Infinity uh, War stuff. But other than that, it, or Civil War, it tends to be largely independent.
3: And do you watch them or like, do you no, skip them all?
2: not anymore. I watched them in 2006 <laughs> or whatever. 2008 was, I think, when they, they started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I watched them for a couple of years, but not anymore. I have no more interest
3: in it you had to renounce it they're just like it's gone off the rails the last to me. thing the she-hulk show
2: messed with my boy daredevil he's the only character i really care about so and even then it's just enough for me to go oh cool you screwed up something i like again
3: is there anything they could do to win you back as like a potential fan because if you grew up i mean if you if you read the comics you're more likely to than i guess anyone. They had, else. they had
2: black bolt blow his own brains out uh in the uh stupid doctor strange movie no after that i don't think so It is directly disrespectful to me as a comic book reader, and you have been directly disrespectful to me now for um, half a decade, if not longer. So, no, I don't think... They should make a public apology mea culpa, and I might consider it, but outside of that, nope, Um, I've been done for forever.
3: (laughs) Can I ask you why you left your uh, PhD program? I feel like that's such an unusual choice with academia. Was it because... Oh, I
2: got so stressed out. Yeah. Just uh, When you like what you do, and you enjoy doing it, you get more and more workload, and I just I had too much at some point and just went. So <laughs> took a sabbatical and then didn't end up. The going sabbatical
3: out. is still going. This
2: it is now a six-year-long sabbatical. <laughs> Can well, return no at any point.
0: <laughs> Maniac K Gear Maniac Gear says, Aiden, you're my hero with the reasonable expectations of an individual with their own thoughts and flaws. Diftor he smuzma?
2: Diftor he smuzma, and sochae dif. What is that? What just It uh, means uh, live long and prosper in Vulcan. Yeah. Oh, Vulcan oh, okay. Oh, well, there you go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well,
2: yeah, yeah well, Diftor he smuzma means, means uh, live long and prosper, and socha dif means uh, peace and long life, which is the response. Mm-hmm. If ah. someone says live long and prosper, you say peace and long life. <laughs> oh,
0: very
1: nice.
0: <laughs> what do we got? Bobcat says, Luke, I am not the devil, but I am proud that I am exposing the cast of pop culture crisis to some pop culture okay are Uh, you i mean good for you yeah
3: is this a? oh this is the fast and furious thing just so everyone knows like i think it's crazy that there are that many fast and furious how many are there they're about to come out with their 10th and part of our bargain is that i have to finish all of them you do before the 10th one comes out and if the 10th one comes out and i haven't finished it i have to watch that too um but i just i have never understood the appeal of the fast and furious movies one and two have not uh won my heart we had a guest come on the show, and when I was hanging out with him in the green room, he was, it was like the day that this uh, bar, like wager came to fruition. He was like, don't worry. One, two, three are great. After Tokyo Drift, it's all downhill. Sir, that is six movies. What are you talking about?
0: Yeah. I, the I, FFCU I is the best cinematic universe. <laughs> That's great. Like, I, they got to do time travel or space travel. I'm so excited. Superpowers, mech suits, Transformers. Yeah,
3: it was Tim who would be like, I'd be like, I just don't get Fast and Furious. I've never seen any of them. I don't like it, which is a little close-minded of me. And he'd be like, but they go to space. I'd be like, but in
0: the latest just- one, they go to outer space. I've never seen any Ludacris of them. Ludacris is in the outer resist, space. Resist,
3: resist.
2: Oh, <laughs> no, well, and then I got in, I, I, would, I don't like cars, but then I got into okay. Top Gear. So, uh, Hold on. that's all right. Top Gear's Ludacris, different. Yeah, exactly.
0: Ludacris in outer space. It's yeah, just, there. If, if, if that was the only commercial, it was like, Fast and the Furious, Ludacris is in Outer Space. I'd be like, okay, when do we go? Yeah, I'm there. That's no, it. Uh,
3: No. You, you are very easily
0: entertained. <laughs> but it's funny. You know? Is it? Have a good time. In, enjoy the little things in life. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Become a member at TimCast.com. No members only shows on Fridays, but you can check out our full library. We have a bunch of really awesome guests out the past week and the weeks prior. You can become. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at timcastirl, or basically anywhere. You can follow me at timcast. Smash that like button. Aiden, do you want to shout anything out?
2: Uh, just the video that I'm working on, uh, which is about the uh, the dark side of morality, is I think the tentative title. And because all of this greed and envy and self interest, it all comes out of a place of the left people, probably on the left, feeling as if they are doing something moral and good for other people even if it ultimately only really benefits themselves. That, and that's a very, very scary, I think, place to be. But that'll be sometime. I mean, <laughs> what, is your, what is your channel? Oh, yeah, it's Aiden Paladin at, uh, on YouTube and, you and on Twitter. So just A-Y-D-I-N Paladin, P-A-L-A-D-I-N.
0: Right on.
3: uh, i'm hannah claire brimlow i'm a writer for timcast.com you can find me on instagram at hannah you should also follow timcast news on twitter it's great you can see all of our content there and i think that's the only thing i have to shout out
4: Uh, thanks for having me are you on twitter
3: i am on twitter uh but i don't talk on twitter i'm just there to get people's uh comments so you can follow me but it will be boring uh i'm not a bot elon musk
4: Thank you so much for coming and sharing some of your findings. I thought they were fascinating. Uh, Karen, Claire, you were tolerable. Uh, so thank you also for coming here. My, my website is LukeUncensored.com. I made a very interesting video that's titled... It's Landon. Luke Landonuncensored.com, And and it's titled, How to Take Care of Your Balls That Are Under Attack. It's a real video, a very serious one. You can watch that. Get exclusive merchandise. Be a part of a conversation on the forum. All on LukeUncensored.com. See you there. LandonUncensored.com. .com
3: so very Uncentered.com. <laughs>
1: <Splurge.
0: laughs> I, I am surge uh, surge.com watching these two guys argue has been fun have a good weekend guys we will see you all we're gonna have clips up throughout the weekend but other than that we will see you all on Monday thanks for hanging out
5: cheers step into the world of power loyalty